Welcome back to another episode of Podcast 572. As always, I'm your host, Kyle. I'm joined by my two friends, Dan and Matt. We are in the thick of uh, hell season here with Diablo 4. <laughs> um, we have all played it. We all have copies of the game. So I think, is that first time on the show that we all have the same game at the same time? Um, it's, it's, definitely <laughs> the first, it's definitely the first game we've all played together. Okay, yeah. yeah, and that's you know that's a big point of it. So yeah. we are definitely going to talk about Diablo. I have one brief thing that I've played. We pretty much mostly have just played Diablo collectively as a group. It's been, yeah, because it's, uh, it's been that, and it's been you know E3, like I, not not E3 time. Yeah, so like I haven't even picked up Zelda since I got Diablo. So yeah. I kind of just was like, I'm putting a pin in that. I'll come back to that later. Um, the one thing I took a break from Diablo to try. Because they put up a demo for it uh, during, I don't even think it was the Xbox showcase. I think it was the uh, Keeley one is where they put this up. Yeah. Um, that li- The Lies of P game, which is the Pinocchio Dark Souls game. Um, they put out a demo. It's on It's on both. It's on PlayStation. It's on Xbox. It's a current gen only game. So it's not Good. on last gen. Good. It totally is a current gen only game. It looks incredible visually. Um, it does run at 60. I don't know what kind of like resolution it is, but like the game looks crisp. So um, it's Dark Souls. And I think what I'm really excited about from what I played, I played the demo. I really enjoyed it. I had a great time with it. Um, it's not it's not an extremely long demo. Um, but I think what makes me excited about this game is that Elden Ring kind of took dark souls and now we have open world dark souls which is fine sure but i kind of miss linear dark souls well even, opening different areas like a metroidvania yeah, dark souls 2 really made it like metroidvania type exactly stuff. and yeah. this is what that is this is getting back to that like core dark souls formula um the, and, and the other the other comparison i've seen a lot of is people are comparing to more to bloodborne because sure. it's a little bit quicker, but also the aesthetic. Well, of I it think looks... that's the thing now is like you have the Elden Ring side of this stuff, which is the open stuff, and you have mm-hmm. the Bloodborne side. Because obviously, Bloodborne Two is like the thing everybody wants now that Elden <laughs> Ring a... has come out. Yeah, it is. So, and I think even this game, it's important to note like this game is a day one Game Pass game. So if you have Game Pass, it's out. They put out the the release date is unfortunately the same day as Mortal Kombat, which is oh. not the best decision. It's okay. They're they're it's they're a game different Pass games game. and they're yeah. different yeah. games, so that's okay. So you know, at the same time, it's not something where like I need to dive into it right away. I can wait until right. I played some Mortal Kombat. But uh, I enjoyed what for what the demo offered. I enjoyed it. I like the enemy variety. It's weird. Like I, you fight a bunch of like christmas tin men looking uh enemies and there's like a a very creepier version of it as like one of the sub bosses like in that demo that mm-hmm. looks pretty cool 
and like but it has like that creepy element to it that i think works in a bloodborne sense even dark Souls sense there's areas of dark souls that are very creepy yeah so i enjoyed it i look forward to playing that game when it does come i won't play it right away i will play it obviously before the end of the year but if you are looking for dark souls if you want to scratch that itch check out the demo and and like a permanent thing or is it limited time yeah it's not like a that? limited okay. time thing you can just download it whenever sometimes, you want you know sometimes companies do that yeah. it's like you can play demo for like a week it's like what's the point of that like the, no i, I never should always be agree with that either yeah. I, I will also say i have been i have sat here i've been tempted and tempted and tempted to download that final fantasy 16 I, demo but i'm not doing it i will not hold out i'm holding it, out it's the kind of thing where maybe if the demo had come out like a month ago yeah, yeah i, I probably couldn't have i waited. probably couldn't have waited yeah but it's a but week it's, yeah, we're so close. Yeah. Fine. It's cool that your progress carries over, but like at this point, I can just wait another week. Yeah, you know? and like I have, yeah. luckily, I mean, the other thing I think that helps is that Diablo exists because if there yeah, wasn't anything, <laughs> exactly, then I probably would be even more tempted. But you know, I played um, the 15 demo when that was out, and like anytime they've ever kind of done this stuff, where you know, back in the PS2 days, you'd buy Dragon Quest to get the oh, Final yeah, Fantasy yeah. 12 demo and. Yep. and um, I think it was yeah. Unlimited Saga had the Final Fantasy X 2 demo in it, and that was okay. that was literally a game I bought for that demo. That was that was a terrible decision. But hey, that's why I bought Zone of the Enders. Yeah, Unlimited Saga not a good <laughs> really. not a good game, but yeah. uh, they had that demo in there. But yeah, I sit there and I, you know it comes up on the screen every time because. You know, yeah. the PlayStation learns about you, and it's like, oh, you play all the Final Fantasy games. You want this demo, right? It's like <laughs> exactly. I do, but I don't need it. <laughs> exactly no and that's why i was like i I can just wait one more week it'll be a week because i i'm gonna do i'm literally gonna do the same thing that i've done with uh zelda where it's like i'm gonna put a pin in diablo for a little bit and i'm just gonna play final fantasy yeah i was talking to somebody at work and he was like what are you gonna do when final fantasy comes out how are you gonna juggle this i'm like i'm not i'm just gonna stop playing yeah however long it takes me to at least get a run through of 16 done yeah because That's kind of my because it's gonna have that new game plus thing. I'm probably we, not gonna want to do right away, that, and then yeah. that. Yeah, so I can go back to Diablo for that. But and it, um, the thing about Diablo also is like that's an eternal game. At never this point. ends. Like, yeah, you're not yeah. gonna stop playing that until they make a Diablo five, which will be a long time from now. So uh, who knows? Who knows what system <laughs> will be on by that point? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, um. Otherwise, we can we can just dive right into Diablo. Um, like I said, you you probably put in most time, Dan. I played a lot out of the like three a of lot, us. A lot, yeah. yeah. I I didn't. I think when I looked at like the way the Xbox calculates time, I'm at like 25 hours. So I'm, yeah, I'm probably yeah. close to doubling that. Okay, but so I, I I have I have three characters. Um, mm-hmm. My solo character is a barbarian, probably my least favorite mm. <laughs> of the characters I have. Um, the character that I, I use with you is a necromancer, probably mm-hmm. my favorite. And then, uh, I had started and I'm still waiting. I got to get my girlfriend to do the intro so that we could start playing together. But I did create, get past that intro point, um, a sorcerer. So yeah. just because it's not really a class that I ever play. So that's why I was like, I'll, I'll try. I asked her like, what do you think you're going to play? And her response was whoever has the arrows. And I said, okay, they'll be the rogue. <laughs> yeah. So I have one. Of the, um, so I've played a rogue. I think I played a rogue like the first time you and I played together. I like that class, but it's going to be the kind of thing where I try them all at some point. And then oh, absolutely. Yeah. when we played the, the second time I had gotten my barbarian to around that point. So now I just play as the barbarian with you. And then solo, 
my necromancer is I use that a ton. I'm at I think I hit 44 earlier today. Okay. Um, nice. Well, the thing I'm just trying to do right now is to just run around the map and like open the map. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. Uh, man, like I don't, I don't think I had any idea of how big that map was. At the oh start. no, it's much bigger it's than you think it, it is. It just keeps yeah. going. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I love like the game is great. It's really good. It's um, it has the like right quality of life. Like mm-hmm. improvements over three that you would want. The biggest, the biggest thing for me, and obviously, you know, this obviously crossplay has existed for a little while. This is the first game that I've truly, really used it. I think you probably as well. We're like, I'm on my Xbox. You're on your PS5. Matt, you're on and what an Xbox One XS. Yeah. Okay, but we can all play together. We can right yeah. now. And it works like that. Right. We, we had pr- virtually zero issues. I think you disconnected once. Again, that was, that was like hard launch day. Moments. Yeah. yeah. But um, I, I don't really count the cross play as the issue there. I count the, the servers in general. Yeah, that's more the online component. shit ton of people playing this game. Yeah. So um, I will say it, it is works. weird. Like for the <laughs> amount of people that you know are playing the game, I will say I don't feel like there's enough people on each server. I think it would be better if you would saw more people running around, but there's really not that many. Um, I finally found a decent amount of people while I was just kind of running around last night. Okay. Um, I, cause I've actually, uh, I beat a world boss last night. I found one and did that for the first time, which is just, you know, that's just a really like souped up boss. Yeah. But it's crazy. It's crazy as hell. There was like eight or nine people. As you say, and, you need other people to help. Oh you. yeah, not doing there's that no by way. Yourself, I died. Sure. I died probably four or five times during it. Just okay. it has this like giant tail sweep move, which basically goes around in a circle. And if you're not standing in the right spot, or if you got moved because of poison or something, it it could kill you pretty it's, quick. It's over. <laughs> yeah, but then okay. but it's nice because people can res you and stuff. And yeah, um, the fight took probably fifteen twenty minutes with okay. a whole bunch of people. Um, the only downside of that fight is the loot I got, uh, is irrelevant because is it for another different type of character? No, it's just, it's not better than the stuff I had because the oh, loot okay. system oh. in the game, you know, cause it's all based on the world tier stuff. Yeah. And since my necromancer is on world tier two and I'm 43 and the cap, you know, the cap for now is 50. A okay. lot of stuff I have is already the highest quality tier stuff I can get now. Ooh. Because so the, so the cap okay. for like regular is fifty, and then hardcore it's higher. No, so I thought hardcore it was a hundred. It no, it's based on world tier. So uh, world tier okay. two, you can get to fifty, and you can get what? a certain cap of stuff. And then when you beat the game, and then do mm-hmm. something else after that, you unlock okay. world tier three, and that's what opens up more dungeons, more stuff like that. And realistically, okay. you, get, you get to like seventy five. And then you do something else, <laughs> World Tier Four, World Tier Four, and gotcha. then that's when that's where everything is. So okay, I've essentially what's the what's capped? the cap for World Tier One? Is that twenty five? I think it's still or? fifty. I think that's it just like 50. it's okay. the easier version of it, and you don't level Makes as fast. Sense. Okay, but okay. um, so now that I'm forty three, all that's really left for this character is to run around and um really get the acts done, like the story done. And try yeah. to hit 50 around the same time. And then that character will be ready to move up. Because yeah. I think the other thing you and I talked about that we didn't like is that 
progress isn't shared in the correct yeah, way. That is, yeah. I mean, that is what I call like a 2010 problem that we somehow still haven't figured out. Where like I, I should be able to join your game. So and if you, you're the host, like yeah. maybe not have that issue where it's like I have to go and search for the quests you're doing, like in my menu. Right. You just yeah. tell me what you're doing. Well, like, and we set it up so like we have a clan. And yeah. you guys can my my game is open to crossplay by default and open mm-hmm. to clan members to just join. So like yeah. if I'm on and you're on, you could just jump in because we can go do whatever we want, which is nice. Yeah. Which there's is no, awesome. Like, there's no limits yeah. between um you know, going in and out of dungeons and all kinds yeah. of stuff. The only thing it it seems to limit is if you're doing a story mission, you know, people miss, must be present to pass. That makes like, sense. Like y'all have to be at the door or whatever. Because that makes sense because it's going to put you into cutscenes. But, but if it's, you're it's not defined like hey, uh, Diablo three where it's like, OK, you're on act one. Now you're on act two. It's all kind of just the one map. Well, yeah, because, yeah. yeah, it's one map. And then like the story stuff, you kind of pick it and you kind of go. And through I think stuff. that that helps that. too. It will so. unlock other areas, too, because there are parts on the okay. map where I cannot go in like walls okay. are blocked or stuff like that. But the point is, is like if you guys just are able to join my game. Then if I pick a quest, it should set it for you. It should for all of us, and like, regardless should, of if I've actually done it or not. And it should also tell me like so and so doesn't have access to this quest yet, or so like yeah. stuff like that, yeah. because it should be able to read that stuff if I we're all online so all the time. So I'm hoping that gets fixed. Uh, it's a minor grievance, just because you know you and I have those characters set aside where. That's we're going to play this story stuff together on those. No, and that's the thing. Too, and that's why I have multiple characters typically right. in Diablo anyways. So and like, I, I mean, I think you you and I both are in the same boat. We're like, I don't really pay attention to the story. Not really. That's not my that's not the enjoyment I get out of Diablo. And I know when I play it with my girlfriend, I will have to watch every yeah. cutscene and yeah. hear every <laughs> line. So I will get the story. Right. At that point, but like that's not what draws me to Diablo. No, my so, enjoyment no, of Diablo sure. is the grind. Is like, the grind, yeah. the loot, exactly. The gr- so. It's it doesn't feel repetitive, even though I'm doing the same thing over and over <laughs> it again. Doesn't, it doesn't, and they're and uh, Blizzard are masterclass at creating memorable dungeons and mm-hmm. environments and yeah. dungeons. Second enemy, to none. Enemy types so. vary enough depending on where you go. Um. I think you know. they're even more varied in this one than the previous yeah, ones. Sure. Like there's skeletons and five minutes there I'm fighting vampires and shit. Like it, it's absurd. Spiders, <laughs> yeah. snakes, spiders. Bugs, I could do without the spider men. Yeah, wolves are everywhere. Like those clan marauder <laughs> guys are everywhere. Yeah. Um, you know, the, like in the, the d- little dungeons just kind of set up where there's little tiny ones where you basically pop in and clear out an mm-hmm. area, an area. Yeah, or sometimes like, it's like a room or two, like a yeah, cellar or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is a good like tiny thing to do just to get stuff. Or they have like the actual dungeons, which are you know twenty twenty five minutes of yeah. going through with objectives. Like that's a good way to break that stuff up, and that's how you're going to level up more than anything else, other than doing like it, side quests yeah, and stuff. It is. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, the, it's it's hard for me to find something I don't like the the. Only like major complaint I would have is I I get why it does it and you know it's done it in the past but I hate how games level scale things yeah um just I, because I, I know where you're going if I'm level forty three and I go mm-hmm. to the original area it shouldn't take me as long to kill stuff here as it did in other no. areas 
Yeah. And I and I get it to a point where they don't want to make any one area too easy, but if if there also exists a place where I can go where it's like, oh, this is three levels higher than you, then there <laughs> should be areas that are lower than me. It and should. this is it's the kind exactly. of thing that games have been doing forever. Like Oblivion, it's a huge problem in. Because oh, <laughs> that game, it, it, you you can super break how leveling works in that game. Level scaling in that game is outrageous. Because if you level if you, up too fast, you make the beginning part of that game too hard. Because but, ogres are the, always plus three, and they'll change into something else. And pl- plus, like on the flip side of that, like if you set that game's difficulty to easy, you can fly through it, and maybe and level leveling in that game, you could maybe be level ten and beat everything in that game. Yeah, because the because things don't, because on easy they don't, don't scale. scale, right? But you'll never see some of those enemy types like the ogres because you're only level ten, and those specific enemies only appear in your game when you are a higher level right. in that game. So, so level scaling in that game is really fucked Diablo, up. Diablo is nowhere near <laughs> as egregious as that game. No, it's is, not. Like but that. <laughs> I would like I would like it for if I'm playing a game and I'm level, you know, obviously 43 isn't the cap of 100, but I'd like to feel powerful at a certain point. Yeah. Like yeah. outside of getting new skills and using skills because like the necromancer can you know like I use the snare trap thing to pull things in and then use the corpse explorer to blow things up. Yeah. You always have your guys running around. Like it's fun to play. I just wish there was a way to, and maybe it'll change. You know, I've got over 50 levels to go where I'll actually yeah. feel powerful running through areas where it shouldn't take more than a couple. I of think, days. I think when you joined our game, Matt, like you were also playing as a necromancer. So then it's like the three of us and then like 20 bone men running around on the, yeah, screen there at was. the same time where <laughs> it's like, funny. what? Like it is. They like handle chaos. it well though. Where like they handle other necromancers well. guys are kind of like shadowy. So like you can see yeah, them there, like but it doesn't just different. like clog the screen because i could tell you right now during that world boss thing i did there was probably five or six of us so it would have just been unbelievable <laughs> with how many things are running okay. around um okay but yeah it's they, they handle it really well and like i think when matt joined you were something like 10 levels lower than us but we all did the yeah. same dungeon together exactly and it works. yeah like so they're really yeah. good at that kind of scaling where we can all Absolutely. play together no matter what which is because that would not have been the case with Diablo three. Not in the beginning, for sure. Not, I thought no, they fixed it towards the end. I mean, that game has years and years of patchwork. Right. So. Well, and you can tell they used a lot of that to learn what they're doing here, and then you know, this is I, season one. Like, well, who knows? Yeah, no, this, what this is season is one. They've already into. they've already talked about some of the stuff that they're going to patch for the next season. Which one um, of those ideas is already great where the, the, the gems, like I have too yeah, many that's of these a big gems, problem. dude. Like, there's too many gems. They're taking up too much space in my be, inventory. Yeah, they shouldn't be inventory. I think they're going to say they're going to move them to materials, which is where oh, they should Yeah, because okay. that was kind of what they did with gems in Diablo 3. So that's why it's them, weird in this game where and it's just, not. Uh, putting them away, like I've just been it putting them. In the it doesn't even seem like it, it. just seems like it was an oversight more than anything. We're like, oh, we did yeah. do that. We should Oops. probably correct that. Yeah. So. Because you, um, you get a lot of them. You get a lot. I think I have like a third of my inventory right now is just gems I need to get rid of. At any given time. <laughs> so, so I've just been putting yeah. them in the chest. So <clears throat> I also appreciate that they went back to the more gritty art style than the not that I dislike the more cartoonish like look of Diablo 3. This is very much more like Diablo 2 in yeah. terms of like visual but much darker the story like if you do pay attention like the little bit of the story i have paid attention to is very fucking dark oh my god yeah <laughs> there's 
there's bad. the one the one mission i think i paid attention to was like the one where you take that lady to get her mother in that like uh yeah dungeon area and then she's like basically sacrificing herself to that demon and then you have to fight the demon version but she's like summoning other demons that happens. there's that one and then the other one that's fucked up is is what i would just refer to as the hellraiser thing which you know what i'm talking about the dude with the chains oh yeah that was an literally awful the inspiration yeah. for that if you listen to dialogue is hellraiser yeah we saw that he's talking like, about oh, pain and pleasure and everything yeah. i'm like yeah this is just hellraiser also this is awful <laughs> like, um what was the one I, I did some side quest i think it was the yesterday where you find this woman and she's basically like please take me back home and you kind of have to lead her back to her thing mm-hmm. and when you take her back to the town like she she's sick or whatever so she says take me home you take her back to the town and she she's like oh i don't feel good and then she like explodes okay <laughs> into like a bug or something and, and you have okay. to, it's like the one time you get to kill something in a town because it's just right okay. next to you. but it was funny because it's just like oh my like gross yeah i didn't expect that yeah yeah i did an exorcism on a kid today (laughs) (laughs) that's good that's i was like hmm all right that's interesting all right we're we're going places here (laughs) yeah i I do like how dark it is um i do too you know i'm sure you saw it today there's people that are searching for the cow level like it's um, yeah you know what you know what you know what i bet you it's not in there yet how uh, here's a question for you how, how you've played more than i have how mm. many treasure goblins have you seen now because i've only ever seen one four okay. um, so they seem like they're very limited in they this. are they do show up on the map but you got to be looking okay. at it it's like a twinkle thing okay but to, okay. Only, in three they show up all the time yeah i've only <laughs> found them in places where um there are a lot of enemies so it is difficult okay. to kill them because i'm constantly like i found them in a the last one I saw was in this awful like spider infested area where like everything's just coming at me at once and blowing up and making more spiders. So trying to chase him down was difficult. Um, yeah, I've only I think I've seen four. I've only killed two of them because they you know they escape. I only I, I've only seen one, but I was able to successfully kill the one that I saw. Mm-hmm. So yeah, though for the first but. one I found, he was in a dungeon. And it ran into a wall and just kept trying to go into the wall. <laughs> okay. So I got lucky. This was out. Mine was out on the overworld, but it was one of those things where I, I kind of even forgot that was a thing with Diablo. And then I, I saw too. it and was like, holy shit, there's a treasure goblet here. Yeah. Well, like, you get to chase so after if, him. If you see, I think what happens is like, if you see it on the map, you'll start to see like the money trail. Okay. It's yeah, like the little yeah. thing. So you follow that around. But even then, like they're hard to kill because I'm doing other things. Yeah, um, they're definitely like they, what I would call like a bullet sponge. Type yeah, and then you and I, so. it was funny. We ran into the butcher the other night in that one dungeon. Oh, yeah, that, was, that, that was, sucked. We had to leave we because had to leave. it just was overpowered, yeah. like he, utterly just chasing well, I you. I mean, that's the point of it. But we were in the middle of fighting a whole bunch of other stuff. And then he shows up and it, we have to Damn. try to like. I forgot about him. Yeah. So I forgot about him. And then when I was playing my solo game, I went into that same dungeon and the same thing happened to me where I was fighting something else. And then he showed up like, I'm not this shit again. And I just ran out. (laughs) I'm by myself. I can't like, we could do this with two people. I can't do this. I don't think we're we're ready to kill him yet. No. So, but I like, I'm having a blast with it. You know, it's, it's the kind of game where I just want to play more of it. Kind of yeah, like yeah. Zelda, you know, I, I was on the same hook with that. I'm on the same hook with this, but I knew that was going to happen because it's Diablo at the mm-hmm. end of the day. So, and even, even in the last 10 years for how many Diablo clones that I've played, like Grim Dawn, 
uh, Victor Vron, like all of those, like this is still Diablo at the end of the day, even comparison. Like it's there still- are so many other clones that have done some really interesting things with this type of game. But again, they, at the end of the day, they all like kind of bow down to the master of yeah. that genre, which is Diablo. I so. think I think my favorite <laughs> one of these kind of games I ever played was uh, Champions of Norath on PS2. Okay. Like that and like Return to Arms. Like my buddies and I used to play that a lot. But, you know, that was also 15 years ago. Longer. Yeah, I was gonna say that would have been yeah. the 16, 17 PS2 era. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, those are great games and they probably still hold up pretty well just because of what they are. But that was basically because there wasn't a Diablo. Because remember, on console, it yeah. was on PS1, and that was what you could play. <laughs> and then, so they never put like at that time, Diablo 2 never came out on console. I I never played Diablo one on on uh, computer or on PS1. Like I just that was something I didn't learn about until I was in high school. I had my PC Renaissance, mm-hmm. and then I had a friend when I was a freshman in high school. So we're going back a long time, where <laughs> he would spend his fucking Friday nights. Just he would he called them blood runs. He would literally go home from work or from school and just play all night mm. until his mom finally figured it out. <laughs> and then walked in one day and was like, "What are you doing at five o'clock playing Diablo?" <laughs> and we used then, to play. Like, we used to play Diablo <laughs> two like land party stuff. Okay, where I had a laptop okay. that was capable of running it at the time, and I would just bring that over. And my, we had a like a switch. We just left like in the on the coffee table. See, we'd yeah. come in and just plug into the switch, and then we could just play. Yeah, and my and my thing was like at the time I came into it, uh, like when when they were play, like when he was playing Diablo, that was kind of a big thing. I didn't really get into Diablo at that time because that mm-hmm. was right on the precipice of Warcraft three. That's what I. Oh got into. yeah. So mm-hmm. okay. then I just did nothing but Warcraft three. So, um, and then he, obviously years later, Diablo three. That's kind of what really brought me into Diablo. And then that uh, the the remaster of Diablo two is not bad. Something I should finish one day. But that was more of a like I really enjoy this, but I know Diablo four is coming out. So, um, um, yeah, and that's the thing too is like I played a little bit of Diablo two for PC, and then eventually I jumped off when. Final Fantasy 11 came out. There you go. For PC, because <laughs> that was like, that's too much time as it is. No, but, I and I I completely understand yeah. that. So. But yeah, I'm looking forward. I'm going to try to get as much. I don't want to say done because I, I'm never going to be done. But yeah, it, like accomplish the next You want to get as much week. out of it as yeah. you can before Final I'll, Fantasy I'll hits. I'll finish like the story, quote unquote, before Final Fantasy comes out. And then I'll end up going back after. When it comes to Final Fantasy, here's a question. Is it it comes out technically on a Thursday, is that right? The twenty second is a Thursday. I think so. The date is the twenty second. I got my I got my confirmation. I think you got your confirmation. We're gonna charge you. It's coming. Yeah. (laughs) So you should I I think it's a Thursday, which is whatever. I don't know. June twenty two, so it is a Thursday. It's a Thursday. It's Mm -hmm. a weird but it's a global release, so yeah. that might be part that would of be it. Friday in Japan, yeah, yeah, which makes yeah. sense. So, but uh, I do you have anything else you want to add, Matt, to Diablo? I mean, <laughs> before we move on to news, that's all I've we've been played, playing so. since Diablo One on PC. Okay, <clears throat> like I used to go to my sister's house and play with her and her now husband, so my brother in law, and we would stay up late playing Diablo One together. So, I mean. When Diablo 2 came out, I just automatically jumped on it. I mean, I played through all three of them by my... Well, the first one with them, 2 and 3, I did by myself. And then now 4, I've actually had 
other friends message and been like, hey, this is the first <laughs> time I'm playing Diablo. Like, do you play? And I'm like, yeah, I'm playing okay. right now. Like, if you want to jump in, we can jump in. I had a my friend downloaded it this morning and messaged me around like 10 o'clock. He was like, hey, you're playing Diablo, right? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> he was like, can you jump on and play with me? I was like, yeah, cool. Dude, he's like level 26 right now, like running around. He's been literally playing all day today. So it's, okay. it's, it's cool to see somebody new yeah. jump into the world and play. I think for me, the only real issue I'm running into right now is I wish there was more classes in Diablo 4. Yeah. There's, there's I, what, the total of six right now? There's five. 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 Okay. Yeah. And I just feel like, you know, with Diablo 3, they had what? I think seven total. When it was all said and done, it was yeah. like six or seven because they, so, they added the Knight uh, Crusader guy, and I forget mm-hmm. what the other one was. Yeah, you got to hold something back for future seasons, right? And that's the thing. They're doing two expansions for this game, at least confirm right now, so you have to imagine they'll add a class per expansion. I hope so, because I, I mean, not, nothing against the classes right now. Like, I've always played as a Necromancer. Sure, yeah. So, like, I started that's... all of the games as a Necromancer. <laughs> so, like, but I just started a new one, actually, before we started recording for a Sorcerer. Okay, so I figured I'm going to jump in and see what she's about, like probably yeah. tonight after we're done recording. If I'm up, okay. I'm going to jump in and see what she's what she looks like, because the little bit I played of the Sorcerer is pretty cool. That's okay. one of the reasons why, like, I'm pushing my girlfriend, like, get get through this intro so we can play. Like, put Minecraft down. <laughs> <laughs> we, we can do this. So but I the, the little bit I tried of the sorcerer, it was it was it's enough different because I always looked at that. I was like, oh, the sorcerer is kind of just like the necromancer. And it's not. It's yeah. definitely different. Um, And you because you have the different magic. Like for me, I think when I got to by the time I got to like the hub world where the game basically opens up and starts, you can play with other people. I had both uh, fire and ice magic. So gotcha. I could either throw a fireball or I could switch it to like an like an icicle. So, and the, and the, the, that works really well. So, okay, there obviously well, there's a lot more you can do with the sorcerer than just those two things. But yeah, uh, I, like I, the I ability dug what I tree seems really wide now in this one. It like, does. I, I really appreciate that now. So the ability tree is nuts. Like, there's a lot yeah. to like go over and decide. There is what you want to do, but that's good because it makes for different builds of how you play stuff. Like, exactly. I'm, I guarantee, Matt, you and I, our necromancers are very different. Yeah. Where and even though like we're picking from the same pool of stuff, like mine is built in such a way where I pull stuff in, trap it in a bone prison, and then I blow it up like over and over and over again. <laughs> and then you know I, I have the the things where it creates as many corpses as possible. Like I have a better chance to make those, so I have more stuff to do. So, yeah, but like well, see, there's yeah, so many other things. Look, thinking about that, the way you said it, like my guy is more about firing things off. Yeah. So like, I, I build my corpse army, I run into things, and then I've got like my light shots, my like um my my corpse explosions, and then I've got this other like knife thing or something he's throwing yeah. at things. So it's it's inter- like you said, it's interesting. Yeah, to you see play how... basically you're playing ranged and I'm almost playing like melee because I try to get stuff close to me. Exactly. To like put it all together. And then you're yeah. you're keeping stuff away. So that's cool that like we could be in the same group and have different abilities and it would work both mm-hmm. ways kind of a thing. But even, yeah. yeah, even more than past Diablos, I think right. there's enough variety. It branches yeah, yeah, a lot. Building those, yeah. it, like a lot. Yeah. Well, especially because you I can also, only really have like 
you know, six things equipped and on a necromancer, mm-hmm. two of those are kind of occupied by yeah. your like summoning. And then like, I have the golem. So that has to take a spot. Yeah. So, you know, I only have four things to work with. So I just tried to find four that worked together mm-hmm. to make like basically just explosions like crazy, <laughs> which is fun. It's fun to do because the explosions just make more corpses so I can explode more things. Yeah. So if yeah. it's like spiders or something that are swarming, I just pull everything as close as possible and just basically keep tapping R1 until everything dies, which is fun to do. I think the other thing that's been fun with it is like it's Diablo is one of those like cultural games where like I will see people on my Xbox friends list that I haven't seen log in for years. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, oh shit, Diablo's that like there is one there's one person that like our, our mutual friend Ross and I have known since the three sixty era playing perfect dark multiplayer. That's how we Damn. met this person, right? I've not seen this person I've not seen this person log in for like three years. This guy has been logged into Diablo since launch day. Like this every game, time I look at my friends list, this dude's on. This game has what I call <laughs> what I would call like the Skyrim effect. It does. Yeah. It's, it's just one of those like, okay, it's Diablo. I mm-hmm. have to get it. You know, it's all it's, obviously it's like, no, it's, it's sold like, extremely well. It's like Elden Ring, um, whatever ES6 is going to come out. Zelda, Zelda, <laughs> like people it's one will, of those. Yeah, it's one of those games that people pop back up for. Like, exactly. It, not even like even more so in a way like Final Fantasy 16. I've been waiting a long time. I'm excited for it. If you're a Square or Final Fantasy person, even if you are like, hey, Square is garbage or whatever, you're yeah. going to play 16. But yeah. 16 is not <clears throat> does not have the draw that this has. Like, it's just oh, no. not like that. Yeah. It'll bring back Final Fantasy fans, but this is big. Yeah. This is, yeah. like, big. You're bringing people back. So I want to get it. It's meant to last, I mean, at this point, what, a decade? It's got to be yeah. like they're not again Blizzard like they like to put this out and then they will move on to the next project they will work on for a while. Mm-hmm. Like I they're would never in a to rush do, to do. This I would stuff. love to see a Warcraft four. Please do that. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I don't think they will, but I would love to finally get a sequel, a real Warcraft because I never got into World of Warcraft. So I was the yeah. Warcraft three and then I was out. So I played Warcraft World of Warcraft for like a month because I got a free. And then you went back to. I tried the month trial because that was the first time I ever really tried like a, a MMO outside think, of Guild Wars. I think technically what happened, it was at a work conference or for being a manager or something at one point. I got a year of it is what it was. But at the time, I was already playing Final Fantasy eleven, So it was the kind of thing where I guess I'll give it a shot. And I played it for like a month. And I went, I get it. But it's so different <laughs> than eleven. I can't not possibly play yeah. Both of yeah. these games at the same time. Oh no, I, I, you kind of, you it can't hurt. do that with MMOs. Like it's, it's kind of, it, you pick one and that's yeah, your MMO. That's your MMO. You know? Yeah, it's just, it's not possible. So, but yeah, no, this Diablo Four is your Diablo game for the next decade, and that's fine. Yeah, as long so as they keep it, they up. don't need to. I mean, you even well. think about, think about, think about like Diablo Three launched in 2010. Actually, that was that was one game that made me come back to playing games on computer for a little bit. At that time, was I want to play Diablo. Mm-hmm. Then they finally finally made a real good version of it on console. Remember PS3, say 360? Yep. And then, of course, like a, you know, gosh, I think that came out a couple months before those systems launched. And then the next year, they just ported those yeah, over. Like a and year that into was their the Xbox One you know, and PS4. Yeah. And there were people that, like, entire generation, like, I, even me, like, I would go back to it. Mm-hmm. Like, that entire console mm-hmm. generation. So, um. Yeah, and that's the same exact thing will happen here with Diablo 4. So, 
Um, but yeah, I mean, unless you have anything else to say about Diablo, I think we can move on to news. I, one Diablo, thing I will say though <laughs> is I like the way they did they did the inventory in this one. Yeah, where like <clears throat> the two handed weapons don't take up like extra slots and stuff like that. Mm, yeah. Um, and the fact that your heals don't even like add into your actual item list, like just small stuff like that's been really cool. Yeah. yeah. And like, uh, anything that's a quality of life, like they've definitely learned. That's why the gem thing just seems like such a, it just seems like yeah. an oversight. But it doesn't yeah. seem at least, like a, at least we're quick to fix it. I mean, it's been 10 days and they're already like, exactly. yeah, we get it. Like, yeah, we, we heard it. <laughs> heard it i'm sure they got so. that that feedback from like the beta and stuff too and they were just like we yeah. know we're we got to change the whole damn thing but we'll do it exactly um but yeah no diablo 4 it's out now it's great i'm sure next time ne- next episode that we record we'll have a lot more to say about final fantasy that's going to be the yep. big you know so i'm very excited to play final god fantasy. i'm i'm very excited it's been so, so. long <laughs> I, and that was the, like with 15, like I, I got it when it came out. I played like maybe 10 hours of it. I enjoyed it. I moved on to something else. And then I did not go back and play 15 until my series X, because mm. when the series X came out, wasn't really much at launch. I had read the stories of like, that was one of the games that people were testing on the series X. Like, wow, this runs well, better by than that PC. point. You had like the Royal <laughs> edition and they had yeah. all the extra stuff and they reworked how some of this stuff worked. And is. I, and I sat and I, I played it and here, here's a good controversial gaming opinion for you. It's one of my top final fantasy. It's games. pretty, it's pretty 15, good. I think, which I think a lot of people would be yeah. like, you're fucking crazy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. You know what though? Like as someone obviously who like, I bought the collector's edition. I played it day one been waiting yeah. for forever i have the stand-up in behind me but, yeah i know you do <laughs> um it was a rough game when it first came out because there were problems you know it had a um it had an odd like point of no return thing where like you could go back in time and do like uh, you could go back and do like hunts and stuff but at that point like the story was also finished you, you would get locked out of stuff by going to certain things Remember, too, that was for a long time the only game that was on that engine. They built that engine for that game and then used it for one other game. It had, um, (laughs) you know, it was a weird, like, does it want to be open world? Does it want to be a linear game? It doesn't know because you have the car, but you don't really need the car. And then the car becomes a big thing because half of the world's cut off. And then you have to go to this other town. So you're locked out for four chapters. Like, it was a weird thing. (laughs) And then, but I replayed it like two years ago during covid and yeah um yeah they just, for me that they, was very much a covid game they so. fixed they fixed it like the royal edition added more content to like that other town you have to go to it cleared up some of the story crap um it actually has um a decent like final chapter there's actually stuff to go do where there wasn't before um i think that game's better than people give it credit for and then it's just funny because 16 is going to be the complete opposite Oh, and that's fine. I'm glad they're going back to the fantasy story. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I'm okay with that. I'm I'm ready for that. It's been long enough. Mm -hmm. So, but let's fire into some news here. Speaking of firing, I'm going to let you take the reins for this first article. (laughs) Oh, okay. Because I know you're the expert on it. Well, I've read I've read a bunch of stuff about it, but this uh, broke like maybe right after we recorded last time. It was like, like it the was, day it's after. been a little bit. Yeah. yeah, it's like it's been a bit. It was so. so during their, you know, they had their GameStop had their earnings call and 
instead of, you know, initially doing the earnings call right away, they canceled it and they fired the CEO, which, <laughs> you know, guess who did that? Uh, that would be everybody's favorite uh, now executive chairman of the company, Mr. Chewy himself. So the prophecy is fulfilled again, where he is now eliminated another CEO and taken more <laughs> power. Um, you know, it, it coincidentally, it's like, you know, right around two years after they hired the guy. So I believe what I was reading is that, you know, they either don't have to pay him a certain amount or like they, they cut it off in the correct way, you know? Yeah. Um, gotcha. you know, of course doing that, uh, the, eventually the earning stuff came out and, you know, they lost a ton of money, which I guess was to be expected because they didn't have, um, it's the first time like PS5s are actually in stock and it's not like they're fighting over making bundles and all that kind of stuff. And, and uh, you know, there weren't really, I guess, huge releases to, to support them. A whole basically a whole bunch of stuff came out where like they, they didn't make any money. The stock price tanked. So it's back under like where it was before it was, yeah. before it became a meme thing. Um, it's just, it's just crazy to me because it's just another one of his power moves to, to what end? I don't know. But like he's he yeah, has to I, have a plan to bleed this company out and make his money and leave. I'm I would like, assume so at this point. What could he possibly want with this company like, at any point? Yeah, it's like what else? What else do you think this guy needs out of this company? I don't know. It's so much is now changing where I can't see how they pull it back. You know, the, he he was when he when he first came in. Part of the plan was we're going to build out the e-commerce thing, which is what they should have been yeah. doing the whole time, was turning it into a website primarily that had brick-and-mortar locations and should have closed a whole bunch of stores and consolidated all this yeah. stuff. Like all yeah. this SL2 program, not that I want people to get fired, but like if they're if you're going to SL2 them, they should just be one store, close one of them. Yeah. That makes more sense. It does. But, and then – but now they're – they're backpedaling and now it's well now we're going to focus on brick and morning mortar stores but like to what end to stock what yeah we've heard well, from you, we've heard from people who've emailed in that like people buy consoles and nintendo games and that's it <laughs> like that, exactly that was we're, i we think talked, that was last episode we talked last episode too about like alan wake does not have a physical version this is the, this isn't this isn't like the beginning beginning of this but this is a bigger step towards a lot of stuff is not going to have physical versions anymore. There was another game this week, and I'm trying to remember what it was. Yakuza. Was it Yakuza? Okay. No, the man the, with no the name. The man with no name. Okay. Or whatever. I was going to say that they're talking. I don't think they confirmed they it, did. but I think they, they confirmed. Were, there's they no, confirm there's no there's physical, no physical. version. Okay. But again, okay. not a huge title. It'll be on, I think it's on Game Pass, isn't it? I don't know if it'll be on Game Pass right away. It well, will be on Game Pass. It will be at some but, point, but, but not right. But that's another Still. game where no physical version. It's There are people it's, that collect Yakuza games. Yes, it's happening. <laughs> I own all of them physically. So do I. But this is happening so. faster. Mm-hmm. So again, what is the point of going to GameStop? With, especially with, uh, you know, they, they increased the per card cost. Well, they it, reworked I, all, all that stuff. You have to imagine one of his decisions is the retro thing. Bring yeah, back because I mean, again, they're ta- it seems like they're taking it all again. Well, they're taking from, a lot more SKUs than they did before, but okay. the amount that they give, I think, caps out at high. like it caps out at like thirty five dollars. And that's just because you're not taking the risk. Well, I have to. Yeah, I have to imagine. I told you was 
they have to compensate for people trading in fake games because they're yeah they're not that happened when you and i worked there and that was six years ago (laughs) and when we started taking retro again and people were scamming it then it's only gotten worse like you oh, can order fake retro stuff online for $30. Especially game, like Game Boy, yeah. Game Boy Advance is going to be part of that. You know how yep. many fake Pokemon games are out there? Yes, there's a so. shitload. And the problem is, <laughs> is they don't train people how to catch this no. stuff. Like it would never get past me or you. No. Or, you know, uh, just because I know how what this stuff looks like and I know how to tell the difference. But the average person who, especially if you're talking about, 18 year olds, 19 year olds who weren't really, who didn't play this stuff growing up. They wouldn't know what it looks yeah. like. They're not going to know. They're just going to go, oh, they're not going to give them, they're, gonna, sure. they're not going <laughs> to give them tools to open carts to verify boards and have pictures no. of what the boards look like. So they, they can't risk giving you a hundred dollars for earthbound, which, you know, could conceivably sell for two fifty. They Easily. can't give you a hundred for it because if it's fake, it's zero. So, you know, a lot of people are complaining like, oh, it's just typical games. After all, giving you X amount for what it is. There's a reason why. There's a reason yeah. why. But then also, if that's a problem for you, don't trade in your retro games. We yeah. like, we didn't give good prices back when we started taking it back in six years ago. And people still did it. Like, Oh, yeah. You would be surprised. You'd be surprised at the amount of people that will come in with a box of that stuff. It, it doesn't matter. Like. They the people that are bringing that stuff in like they, they don't know what you do and do not take they just bring it all right, which again for for you and I was great because we would tell them bring it all in we'll look at it bring everything but exactly sometimes though like it'd be that situation where if they don't want it they're just gonna throw it in the trash outside right because yeah. they don't want it if they can't get money out of it then well, they figure time, it's well, trash I would even get you'd even get people who would come in you would tell them the trade in price for something retro they'd complain and then they would still do it. Like, <laughs> I don't think I don't think people understand, especially like people who, you know, the quote unquote GameStop haters, I think employees know this, is that some people will complain and then still do it. Like, it oh, doesn't yeah, stop them. It's never stopped anyone. Like, I've told the story before a long time ago where that guy brought in like two Rubbermaid tubs of like a GameCube and Game Boy Color and Game Boy Man stuff. And it was all boxed. Yeah. And we were kind of I was kind of straight up with the guy. I'm like, this is a lot of good stuff and it's all complete. Are you sure you want to do this? And the guy said, I'm moving and I'm not taking it with me. Okay, man. Okay. Cool. And we just we processed the whole thing. He did so much that he got trade banned and I had to call to get the trade ban removed. I don't know. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. I, I told Damn. the guy on the phone, I said, we have to take all of this. Like you don't yeah. understand. Like he can't be turned off. If he gets turned off, I'm just going to like just turn it back on. And they and they can do that. So they did. But and then we literally just took everything. And if it was a game we didn't take, it was the B movie for Game Boy Advance. Like I don't give a shit. We took everything. Wasn't it like a certain like amount of like line transactions you would hit, and then you'd have to do another transaction? Yeah, you get you get cut and off. Then, At the time, it was probably like trading in. Fifty seems low, but maybe like seventy five like or hundred, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wow. Um, but he had three transactions worth of stuff minimum yeah <laughs> and but again this was all this was probably like 100 complete gamecube games 50 yeah. complete Game Boy advance games i'm talking and i'm not talking like think, garbage i'm talking no like, i think that's how i have I could, both metroid games for advanced game, yeah. complete okay because of this guy and you know we probably get and it sucks because we probably only gave him 15 or 20 dollars for each of those because an important distinction for GameStop is it does not separate out if things are complete or not. 
which no. is a gift yeah. and a curse because yeah, I only gave him 20 for Metroid, but it only cost me probably 50 to buy it from the store. Or yeah, 60 to exactly. buy it from the store <laughs> for a complete copy of Metroid. I think it's I got insane. a Castlevania out of that. Um, that, just, that was the same guy that had all the GameCube games, he had a right? Shitload of GameCube I got stuff. A ton of GameCube games out of that. Yeah, it was so. funny because he traded in so much stuff. Complete. I think it was like me, you, and somebody else. We were kind of had like a draft where it's like, all right, I'm going to buy this one, and then you pick one you want, and then you pick you want, and we would set them all aside, put them in a drawer, and then just like every paycheck, you'd buy yeah. one or two of them just so we could get them yeah, out. Yeah, because the it wasn't feasible to buy them all at the same oh, time. God, but no. again. It was also the kind of thing that because of the way they were taken in, you're not going to be getting calls about that shit either because right. it was well, – if it wasn't in the system, you try and find something that well, would it, be appropriate. In theory, we were supposed to send them all out, which yeah. is something we never did with retro <laughs> stuff because unless it was something like I knew we wouldn't sell, uh, fine, get rid of it. But if it's something that could potentially sell like complete GameCube games, those don't leave the store. We will sell them. And I even got yeah. that cleared with my DM. I said oh, – you're telling me if somebody trades in Mario Kart for GameCube and I sit on the counter behind me, I can't sell it to the next person and just make the money immediately? That's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> like, and he's like, wasn't yeah, that up right. to like 50, 60 bucks at that point? Yeah, at and, that was, time, and that's the thing. Double was like, dash. Yeah, double so. dash. But if it was stuff we all already had a copy of or nobody wanted, we'd put it in the glass case up front. Yeah. we had, um, like, At one point, we had a couple of the PS1 Final Fantasies uh, in there and stuff. And like that shit sold. Yeah, people oh, would God. come Every in. Every time and be, we would get like Final Fantasy you have a PS One, sold, sold, sold. Immediate, Even though like, that's like day. a twenty dollars game, and I think at the time, Doesn't matter. you could still get it from Square Greatest Hits directly on their website if you really wanted yeah. it. Yeah, because they reprinted a ton of that shit. <laughs> but we would sell stuff constantly, so like it's great that retro games are back. But if they're not going to train people properly, it's it, it's risky. The only good thing about it is they're taking PS Two again. Um, which is like, cool i think original xbox well, original GameCube, xbox even 360 and ps3 um but the thing is is which is smart they're not going to put 360 games in the store again no don't they don't put have it the all room, online but, put it all online mm-hmm. but again build the market like maybe for three for disc based stuff it's worth to give a little more because it's harder to fake that stuff you can do it yeah you can do it but people aren't going to waste their time to do it but for no. cartridge based stuff we can't give you more than 30 bucks sorry yeah otherwise you get play action football that looks like castlevania dracula x <laughs> hey man <laughs> i still don't own a copy of dracula not yet we're working how on is it. that how is that as i say every time how is that the one that i do not have but I have a sealed Rondo of Blood. Right. The you, one like, that I you, can't explain that. The one that nobody should have, I have, but not Dracula X. You like, also have just, the Blockbuster absurd. one complete in box, and you don't have I, this that. That was a magical, Oops. like, if we got one lucky. day I get a text from we got you, lucky, like, yeah. you should go do this. You need to do yeah, this like, today. Call like, the today. guy, tell him you're coming. <laughs> I don't even remember what I traded because I, I didn't get it. Like, I got it at a price now that seems ridiculous mm-hmm. because that game only goes up in price. You told me you traded like, like pops and some other stuff. I, get, I traded like pops. And were you not with us? Because it was myself, my girlfriend. I thought you, if it wasn't no, you I with did us, not then go it was with our buddy Ross. Okay. I couldn't go. All right. Mutual but friend I told Ross. You, then, like, okay. you need to call the guy and go. I think you went the next yeah. day. I went literally. We yeah. went the next day because it was a kind of a situation. I even told her, "I'm like, look, this this is not something that comes up every day. Yeah. Like, and this is a complete in box. Like, yeah. this is ridiculous. And he had it, he so. had it reasonably priced, and you traded and got it cheaper. But it was either it was either some pops I traded in or amiibos. I don't remember yeah. one or the other. But I got it for an even better price. I'm, exi- I'm excited. Now I look that back and I'm just like, GameStop insane. is taking this retro <laughs> stuff again and. 
you know, people, am, people will be like, well, people won't trade that stuff. And it's like, how do you think independent game stores are in business? It's because people just dump <laughs> this shit. That's yeah. how they'll get stuff. They Ex- will get exactly. stuff. It, does, it was never a common occurrence, but it did happen. Um, yeah. There were even times before we took it back where I had a guy one day, one day come in with like a box full of Nintendo games, like NES stuff. We hadn't, we didn't take it at the time. I told the guy, I said, we don't take it. He's like, well, I guess I'm going to go to Goodwill. I said, please don't. And I said, <laughs> I said, what do you want for it? And the guy's like, I don't know. And he kind of looked at me and I, and, uh, the other guy was working with us. You know who? I know. And, uh, <laughs> I told him, I said, how much cash you got on? He was like, I don't know, like 40 bucks. And I looked at the guy and said, how's 80 bucks? And he said, fine. So we split it. And then we just each like did a draft of the stuff out of the box. <laughs> but we each got, but we each got like 25 games and like some controllers and stuff. So and stuff that, stuff that you needed. for a bunch of stuff. Not yeah, a bad like, deal. Yeah, yeah. And I think there was even stuff left over where neither one of us needed it. So I think you got a couple of things out of it too. But I think I did too. Yeah. yeah. But still, um, we we can move on. From yeah, we can. Move game, on. We'll have Chewy. Chewy stuff, has stuff more stuff. power. That's all that you need to know. <laughs> and I, my favorite part, I'll say this: he cracked that joke on Twitter after because that last guy's last name was Furlong, and yeah, he just put, he posted a thing on Twitter that just said long. "not for long." Yeah, I like, what an ass! Like it's insane. Wow. The balls on this guy who has no idea what he's doing. No, he and, doesn't. That's and insane. it just becomes more apparent because like he he got into Bed Bath and Beyond, filed for bankruptcy, like all this other stuff, like. Gee, maybe Chewy was the only thing he did right, and maybe he only did it right because yeah. he sold it at the time he sold it. <laughs> exactly. So, um, next news article, I just I just threw it in here because it, it's interesting. This doesn't typically happen. Mm-hmm. Um, Microsoft actually stepped in on a game that's on the platform. I don't know if this game's on PlayStation, if it's an Xbox game only. Um, I believe the game is called Homestead Arcana. Mm-hmm. Uh, what they did was there was a ch- an achievement that I guess enough people complained was unobtainable in the game, and they went in and actually determined like there's something broken with the game. Went yeah. to the developer, developer wasn't going to do anything, and they went in and actually just removed the achievement. It was oh, from the game, so me. it was apparently it was nearly impossible because there was like it was about crafting items in the game. Yeah, and it was there. There was something like you couldn't do uh, a glitch that like stopped it from even being able to happen. It's, so you don't see that happen very often. I think it's like, the first this, time it's technically. It might ever be the happened. first time, yeah. Where because, like I said, I don't think this game's on play. I think it's an Xbox only, probably an ID at Xbox game. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's it's kind of crazy that they actually stepped. There's in been a lot of discussion that. online because I, I, you know, I told you I'm a trophy guy now. There's a yeah. There's a lot of discussion online right now. Should like should companies do this with older games where you can't get stuff? And I, you know, yeah. I don't think they should. I think if it was an achievement that was ever possible to attain at one point, it should remain. Like because that's the design yeah. of the game. But there are games where like a, like a certain achievements and trophies are not possible. Like a, a, a good example of this, and you'll know this, is when Ghostbusters came out on 360. Yeah, you could not 1,000 that game because no. they had this like most wanted ghost system where you'd play the multiplayer and you have to catch all the most wanted ghosts, which had like spawn conditions. That no one could ever trigger. And they never I was gonna, it, never fixed it. The example I was going to use was Fight Night Round 4 with the belt system for online multiplayer. Where, yeah. like, there was one belt somebody would hold, and, like, that's impossible. Tiger Woods. <laughs> the very first Tiger Woods game, you had to be the number one ranked golfer in that game online. <laughs> it's, it's unbelievable. Like, yeah. But technically achievable. So I don't think they I don't think that's this is a precedent to like go in and remove this stuff. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. The things I always hated were, um, and it, this is getting worse, is multiplayer achievements that are tied to servers. So, like, yeah. you can't, you literally can't get them anymore now, which is a bummer because if you want to play that game later on in its life, too bad. No, I agree. I agree with you there on that. Um, th- there's this other, uh, an FTC thing not related to ABK. Uh, Microsoft charged, they were charged with $20 million by the FTC over illegally collected children's information on Xbox. This was a while. Wasn't this during like maybe the beginning of the Xbox One era? I think so. Is when this kind of started, from what I was reading. Um, obviously, it, it has to go back to like how child accounts are created. Obviously, they had made many steps to change that process over the years. But again, that the the FTC stepped in, saw some loopholes in this. You and I both know, especially if I go back and think about the days of original gears of war and halo three 360 era mm-hmm. where you could just make fake account after over fake over account, over fake account. So, like yeah. it was very easy to do that so i'm not surprised that after some point somebody figured out there was a loophole and the ftc got involved but doesn't 20 million again, seem low Oh, that twenty million is like maybe what twenty dollars to Microsoft. What, what are they paying for ABK? Sixty-three billion. Sixty-nine billion. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Wow. Um, you think? Do you think Bill Gates just like took his wallet out and he put it on the table, or whoever's probably. in turn now? There you go. I'll probably just had that in his wallet. Yeah. Cash. Jiggled. Shook, <laughs> was like shook his pants much? leg and it all fell out the bottom. I think there's some how much. More. Here you go. Yeah, I think there's some more. I was going to use this the car wash. Throws an extra million on top. Buy, <laughs> buy yourself something nice. There you go. Um, issues with college football. We know that they're making that that new. Uh, they're bringing back college football. That's e, it's EA Woo-hoo. right that's doing that. So I'll, this I'll, is a good one. I'll, this is for yeah, me. I'll let you. So explain. college football. One. There's been a lot of stuff going around in the past couple of years where they've finally allowed college athletes to like license their name and their image. And make money off of themselves, which is good because that probably always should have been happening because, you know, what is what should the NCAA give a damn about if Nike wants to make a shoe based on you? That's Nike taking a risk, right? Right. Regardless, so college football has been gone since 14 and they finally announced a couple years ago they're bringing it back, which is great because – I've always thought those games were better than Madden, and I would really like to play a college football game again. And the reason it died was because of licensing stuff, and they couldn't pay people. Yeah. And colleges were pulling out. It became a shit show and everything. They just said, finally said, <laughs> fuck it. We're done. So now that this NIL name and licensed uh, stuff came back or likeness came back, they were like, okay, well, we'll pay you to be in the game. Okay, great. But you know they only have a set pool of money to pay everyone out of. Yeah. So it was coming down to like some dudes would get like $500. Some guys would get $50. Yeah. But, you know, obviously more important college athletes would get more money. Get more money. Because right, that's okay. how everything works. So now <laughs> a, a lot of them are threatening to be like, well, we're going to pull out or we're going to tell the them to pull out. If I'm me as a consumer standpoint, and this is going to be the breaking point of if I get this game or not, I don't want real people in it. Fuck them. I don't care. Yeah, no, like, yeah. I don't care if the kicker for some school I've never heard of gets five hundred dollars or not. Like nothing against that dude, but make them all generic people because guess what happens in these games like every other sports game ever made? <laughs> it will be packed or modded day one 
where somebody's yeah. like, here's a roster update with literally everyone in it. Yeah. That has happened forever. You can still get roster updates for 14 because <laughs> – That's surprising because Because people one. care about it. Well, I mean the, the real college football game now is there is a modded version of that game for like PC and PS3, which is updated, okay. like completely updated. Oh, wow. Stadiums, okay. all kinds of stuff. Like they have fixed the scoreboards. They have fixed everything. It's like a passion <laughs> thing for people. It's crazy. But you have to have like a modded PS3 or a PC to be able to okay. play it. So the other thing about it too is like there kind of is a college football game. If you really want to do it, you can. Like I know how to do it. I just don't care to do it. Yeah. Um, but we don't need to pay college kids to be in here. Just make it quarterback number eight and I'll change his name myself if I could. Because <laughs> the other thing about college game, yeah. the, the, the last point is like compared to a Madden game where you you would conceivably have the same quarterback on your team for 10, 15 years, the whole point yeah. of college football is they rotate every two years to four years. Yeah, exactly. So all these people who are getting paid to be in the game, if you play through three seasons of franchise, they're out. They're gone. <laughs> so who cares? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Make fake people. So um, we can jump into showcase stuff because we had two big showcases that happened. The first one was the Jeff Keeley Summer Games Fest, um, which we can we can go over. There there were games announced there. Um, Mm -hmm. There was I, I would say it wasn't. I think people set their expectations for this one a little too high, so there was disappointment there. But I think. Some of the stuff they announced there is pretty cool. A that was bit. unheard of. Yeah, I think I think um, you go into it because the game awards tends to hit hard. It that does. You would think that this, this not one would too. Not as hard, but I, it would still better than Sony's. Well, you, <laughs> I don't think anybody's I mean, questioning at this point. I'm just saying. Um, so they kicked it off with, for whatever reason, I, I don't understand why people are hating on this because I think this is I cool. don't either. I my only thing that I can come up with is that. It's not the sands of time, right? Because that's been yeah. put on on ice. But there's a new 2D, 2.5D Prince of Persia coming called Prince of Persia: The Lost Crown. It looks awesome. It does. Like I watched the trailer, I was like, I, I'm 2D, super into playing that. Metro now Media, it is like... it it is important to note it is a sixty dollar game. I did not know that. I found that out today because oh, okay. I was looking through the Xbox Store. Mm-hmm. I think that I I was expecting it to be like a forty dollar game, so I think it is a little I guess high it, considering. I guess it but, comes down to like how long it is. Exactly, but it looks awesome. It does look so. Really I don't good. understand the hate that it's receiving. No, um, that looked cool. We got our extended first look at Mortal Kombat One. I don't think anybody's complaining about Mortal Kombat One and how it, it looks. looks. It looks incredible, unbelievably good. It does. It's super violent. It's funny because like, like Eleven looks great, and then you look at this, and like you it always, looks better. You always question, yeah. like, what can they do now right. when it comes to these fatalities? And they always pull it off. They've, they, they always do, it again. do yeah. something where you're just like, I can't believe they went even this far. <laughs> like, so, um, path of, there's a Path of Exile 2 coming, which is kind of crazy considering Diablo is out now. Yeah. But uh, there is a fan base for Path of Exile. So, um, they did a, and this is the kind of stuff you should probably expect at Summer Games Fest. There is, of course, a collaboration because it's a Capcom game between Street Fighter VI and Exoprimal, which is out next month. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, by the end of that game's lifespan, there'll be all sorts of crazy yeah. Capcom shit in They'll Exoprimal. They'll add as much stuff as they can. That's the point. Yeah. <laughs> um, some other They had some other indie games and stuff here. There was this Witchfire game I think that was kind of in there. 
Um, they, t- I don't know why is, I, I don't even remember seeing this, this crossfire. It looks bad. Okay. Just VR you don't need shooter. To talk about like, it. None of those games work. Like, um, Remnant 2, which like, I remember the original Remnant. People seem to really like that. Remnant 2 is coming. Uh, this was a bigger one. This, uh, there is a new Sonic game. It, it is coming this fall, right? Yeah. It is this fall. Okay. Uh, Sonic Superstars. It's a new 2D Sonic game. Four player uh, co-op. Looks- I watched the trailer. It looks oh. pretty cool what they're doing with that. So I think, that's and I exciting. think I even read later that it was going to be online co-op too. That's cool. Yeah. I hope so. Um, we got confirmation, uh, which I'm excited that Honkai Star Rail is coming to PS5 this year. Yep. Uh, I'm super excited to try that game. Because as we've just, I think we saw, said last episode, like at this point, rather than going back to Genshin Impact, I'm just going to wait for this. Yeah. Because it just looks like... Um, why I keep blanking on Fantasy Star Online meets Genshin Impact, yeah, which is so good. that's why like I'm both those super games. into it. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, we talked about it earlier. Lies of P got a release date. It got its demo. You should go try it if you like Dark Souls type games. Um, this one was kind of cool. I uh, this one also like I'm not familiar with this uh, the animation uh, that it's yeah, based on, but the the famous artist that does all the art for Dragon Quest and Dragon Ball. Um, they have a new game from his anime called Sandland. It's going to be a new RPG. The trailer I thought actually was pretty cool. Um, I don't think there was any release date attached. No. So I assume it's probably yeah. sometime next year. Um, <laughs> Amazon is publishing another <laughs> they MMO. Stop, they have to we stop. don't. <laughs> I don't think we need to say anything else about that. Um, Warhaven. I'm not even going to talk about Warhaven because nope. I don't think any of us care. Uh, Alan Wake Two. Uh, they showed a lot more footage of it. They did confirm. I don't think they confirmed it here. I was reading this actually later that the game is is argue is roughly like twenty hours long, which is cool. Yeah, they said so it's supposed to be a lot longer than the first one. They packed a lot of stuff into this game, and this this has easily become one of my most anticipated games of this year. Um, it looks incredible. So especially like we've waited. You know, it's kind of almost a dream for Alan Wake fans that we're finally getting a sequel. So. Uh, but it it looks incredible. Like visually, it looks incredible. Yeah. And they confirmed at the Sony conference that was all running on a pay- PS5. It was not PC footage, which is oh, cool. Nice. So uh, another <clears> one <throat> that I'm excited about: Warhammer 40k Space Marine 2. Um, they showed some of like the co-op mode for that. It's three player, which is cool. Yeah. Um, that first game is I, like again we talked about. Like, I'm not a huge. I'm not into Warhammer. I'd like to know more about it. But Space Marine was a really cool game. So. Um, there's a Yes, Your Grace sequel. I don't think we need to talk about that. This one I did see the trailer for, and I thought this, I mean, as we talked about, it's kind of like Back for Blood. It's, it's just Back I have a for little, Blood. Like... I'm a little interested only because of the John Carpenter name attached That's to fine. it. John Carpenter's Toxic Commando. But again, though, it was a CG only trailer that had mm. a little bit of gameplay. Yeah. Not a lot. It's just one of those and things it where... Does, look like it's back, for, back blood. for blood which is i guess that's <laughs> fine but what is it going to do that back for blood doesn't exactly that's what i need to know um, about it. exactly we i need to see more of it and yeah. i don't think that's a that's a 2024 game uh boulder's gate 3 they talked about <laughs> another villain that's going to be in the game voiced by jason isaacs that that dude has done a lot of game work so hey that game's surprising. actually technically coming out right it is, I think it's August. Yeah. I think it's August it launches. The most bizarre announcement here, and I, I I see that they probably just cut this from Sony and said, well, we have to give Keeley something. 
Why they chose this, I don't know. Spider-Man 2 got its release date here. Yeah, weird. Like, which was really bizarre. Yeah. Because um, they didn't even show footage. They just showed concept art. Yeah. Of, like, Venom. And they confirmed that it's not Eddie Proc Venom. And then they said it comes, you know, the release date, which is October 20th. So confirming and, and honestly, incredibly smart release date. Yep. Yeah, I think at this point, get it out of September. Now you have Mortal Kombat. You have Starfield. Don't. Like don't yeah. don't do it to me. It's earlier than I, <laughs> I thought. I thought, <laughs> I thought maybe they would save it for like November, December, but I mean October yeah. is fine too. Was, we October's knew it was going to be around that time period. It does. It's going to be the. I I don't know if it'll be the number one because we have Zelda this year selling holiday game, but it'll be in the top three. Yeah, it'll be up there. It's gonna be, It's going to be that. Probably what Mortal Kombat and yeah, Spider Man and Zelda. Um. I'm going to skip some of these because yeah. they're they're very minor announcements. I do want to highlight, and I this was one that I saw a lot of people up in arms on. For whatever reason, they announced another Lord of the Rings game at this, yeah, well. at this event. Uh. It doesn't particularly look great. Uh, Lord of the Rings Return to Moria. It's a co-op crafting game with uh, the dwarves. I, I don't. We there's already a game like that. Why so are we I doing don't, this to ourselves? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, they showed a new trailer for that Banishers game, which is another Don't Not game. We saw this at the yeah. Game Awards mm-hmm. last year. I'm mm-hmm. interested in this. This looks, looks like cool. it could be neat. Um, they showed uh, a release date trailer for, as we discussed earlier, uh, earlier Yakuza, Like a Dragon, Gaiden, the man who erased his name. That's that spinoff. Uh, is coming November 9th. They had a gameplay reveal trailer. I think they did show more of it yesterday at the uh, RGG event. Yeah, they talked so, about which it, which I did. I did not even put in here because it's it's for whatever reason it's hard to find details out about. It was only that like event, those two so. games. It was that and yeah. Infinite Wealth, and that's pretty much it. So, and then I'm just kind of going through the rest of it here. It's not really. It's all a bunch of like smaller things that are like very niche. But the main big thing that I wanted to talk about. And this was at the end. This was the, the like show closing big moment. Well, thing. the best part was he, he teased him earlier because he's like, talk about Final Fantasy. Because they announced that awful Final Fantasy mobile thing, which will be yeah. shut down in like a year. And then he's like, speaking <laughs> of that, and everybody cheered and he goes, DoorDash is here to give you. And then everybody's like, boo. Yeah. I thought that was a good um, thing. But then you it, know, was they good. It, it was good. Yeah, he flipped they it flipped at it at the end. It closed with a trailer for Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. Which will be out early. We, we, you and I have discussed probably March, March to yeah. June of next that year. That says early twenty twenty four, but the thing that you is never know. Best to point out here easily is that it is on two discs. Two discs. It is two discs. <laughs> they had to put this in the trailer at the end. Like they, they highlighted it. They championed it. This game is on two fucking discs. People are all in you for two discs, know. man. Like it's great. Hey. I, I love everything about it. the memes. Have been great. I'm happy. I'm so happy that it's a thing. Uh, I think they discussed what disc one is an install. Disc two is your play disc. Yeah, but, it's just it's yeah. like Again. how the first one was on PS4 because it's exactly. too big. Yeah, so, which um, the trailer goes in that territory again. We're like. It's not the story you think it's going to nope. be kind of territory. Nope. Which, again, it's, you and I have discussed. I'm fine with it. Yeah. You're fine with I don't it. Want like, it, it makes it more interesting. It's so. hitting. It's hitting similar beats, but it's twisting stuff. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. It definitely yeah. twists stuff in that and trailer. Like, little things in there, like uh, obviously red is playable now. Good. Awesome. I was super awesome. worried they were going to like, well, we still didn't make him playable because he's so di- – no, he has to be playable. No, he has um, to be playable. Yuffie appears at one point, which is good. So we're at I least going to get that DLC now. We're going to at least get to that point. 
Yeah. Um, they didn't show Sid, but people think they saw the high wind in the background at one point. So maybe okay. it gets that far. Because that's pretty far okay. for this to go for the second part. Um, it is. I wouldn't be surprised at this point if this doesn't end up being four games. Right? What if they were just you like, think so? by the way. I want to see they confirmed it was three. They did. Like, but, but it'll probably, they can easily. We've got another four years before the third one comes out. <laughs> but, um, yeah, like it just, it's it's definitely open, but not too open, which I think is good for way, the it's way the good. game is designed. It looks incredible visually, yeah. but it's the last one, re, you know, remake did so. I love, I it love is PS5 only. Yes, which is good. <laughs> uh, I love too the little like you know going back to the flashback at the reactor where she showed up and like you know he struck her down. Yeah, but then like the little twist, he's like, I killed her, and you're like, Yeah, well, wait a minute, exactly. Wait a minute, that's not yeah, Hold up. exactly. <laughs> so like i said it's it's doing the stuff that i'm i am interested to mm-hmm. see what they do what they change little twists and stuff are gonna so. be good because it's like what if he did kill her and what if they put her in one of those <laughs> like pods that she's Jenova or something shit now like, yeah it exactly. could be anything or, and that's what the cool yeah, part about can. it is that yeah it's it's it is final fantasy 7 but maybe not the one you remember and it gives me so, it gives ooh. me six months to mess around with 16 at the at the earliest which is exactly. which is which is a good time period though because like in six months I'll want to play the next one. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So and I've I've been looking forward to getting to this point for the second part of Final Fantasy VII remake for a while. Well, so, we all have. Um, we all have. <laughs> so, but uh, honestly, I mean that was a, that was a fine way to end that show. Like yep. that didn't. I saw some people were disappointed it wasn't something bigger, but that's pretty. I thought big. that was pretty big. So considering. Yeah. I thought it was pretty big and also kind of ballsy considering 16 is out in what you would know, be, a week. What would be bigger? You know, people always I want know, something but like, huge that you don't know of. Give me an example. Exactly. Like, this was huge. Grand Theft Auto 6. All right. That's, uh, uh, that's your one example, uh, I guess. That's your example. Like, that's so that far away, though. That's, if anything, that's a Game Awards thing. If that's anything, that's I, a Game see, Awards thing. My argument there now is you have... Is, has it been confirmed the best-selling game of all time now, GTA Five? It's got. Are we be at now. that point? It's got to be. So you have, for it's argument's sake, we'll say you have. Well, for argument's sake, we'll say that is the <laughs> best-selling game of all time at this point. So if you have that in your pocket, you're not giving that announcement to anyone else. You're doing your own thing, and I think that's what Rockstar will do. But it could be a you game. You can of, have your own event. It could be a game awards thing. It could be, but I just think that they would rather do it themselves. So. But we'll see. Time will tell. Um, so with that, we will then get to the Xbox show, which we got a ton of emails about the Xbox show. I picked two because they are two contrasting opinions. Yes. We have somebody that is very positive on it, and we have somebody that's very negative on it. So I wanted before we talk about what we thought of it, <laughs> I wanted to read both of the emails just to kind of throw out here. So the first email we have comes from Brad from El Paso, Texas. He says, Hey guys, was that Microsoft's best showcase in years? They killed it. Fable South of midnight clockwork revolution, Starfield. It was all just so good. And they pulled it off without having a new halo or gears game too. What did you all think? Well, that's email. Number one, (laughs) super positive email. Number two, Jordan from Pasadena, California. Hi guys. 
were any of you underwhelmed by the Microsoft showcase? Another year we are just banking on Starfield and Forza with the promise of a great 2024. Where have I seen that conference before? <laughs> I just can't believe after all the hype, I got the same conference I've seen this entire Xbox generation. What did you guys think? So I think when I, when I graded it, cause I did the same thing I did with Sony on my YouTube channel. I gave it a B plus. There are a ton of people that came off that thing super high on it. And I will I will make the argument it is their best showcase they've had in some time. I would I would think but, I, I would say I agree with you. I think in my head I was thinking B plus, whereas like Sony I thought by the end of time it reflected like a, it was like a C. I think I gave it a C or C, C minus, something if I remember like that. correctly. Um Microsoft Microsoft show was clearly better. It was clearly better. They did a good job of like they they lifted the veil in a way Sony didn't and showed me here's what you can expect in the future. Right. Here's right. more of our plans. Sure. Whereas, as we talked but, last episode, I don't know what's after Spider Man. But here's but uh, but here's the problem because you know one email positive, one negative. Like Jordan said, I feel like I've seen it before. And I he, saw it last year, and he's right. <laughs> the thing is, is like he is he is completely right because this is the same type of stuff we have heard for years it, it it is but also it's almost a carbon copy in some ways of last year because what were they banking on last year starfield starfielders are one and only game right they have a little bit of leeway this year because they have forza and there are people that are going to play forza and that's fine i'm not interested in that forza i'll wait for horizon six but i'm glad that forza fans are getting that game so for me it's just starfield again for first party which we know a lot more about Starfield and we'll talk about right. it in a minute. And I'm very excited. I, I came, I went into this going lukewarm on Starfield yeah. just because of yeah. all the stuff that we've heard and seen. I walked out of this extremely hyped. It, for it turned out they really hadn't told you what Starfield was before this it show. Tur- it, like it turns out that Starfield is a real fucking Bethesda game studio yeah. game. <laughs> so like I'm like excited to play. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and not, which it and did not before. like we talked about before a weird no man's sky I was going to say Todd Howard's right. fever dream, power your dreams. Yes. <laughs> so, um, which we'll, again, we'll talk about Starfield in a minute, but that was my reservations and coming off it out. For me, it was a B plus. I felt good that, about it. You hit, you hit some of those beats though of like, Hey, we're going to talk about Hellblade again. What was the first thing said when Hellblade two came on the screen? Hey, here's the actress that plays the main character. Hey guys, we just finished shooting. That drove me. That statement drove me nuts because it's like, what are you really? talking about? Like, like we announced this game in 2020. It's 2023, and you just finished. You just like, wrapped up shooting. So, it. like, wow. Okay. That's 2020. So that's a 2024 game. Avowed. We actually know what Avowed is now. That's a 2024. Well, here game. let's let's so, go let's go in order again, quick exactly. with these, and we'll talk about them. So yeah. we'll we'll go through the list here. <clears throat> I think what I put in here has it in order. I, so. I put in I put in one that did. You put in one that has yeah. it in order. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let me. Okay. So obviously the the biggest thing, and this this was incredibly strong. Yeah. Smart. Great opening. Um. Great opening. Probably the best they've had for a conference in a while. They opened with Fable. Right. So they kind of just shut everybody up from the beginning. Here's Fable. Here's the important thing to note about Fable. What you saw was actual gameplay of this game. They ma- it's, it's, which came it's out all after. in-engine stuff. Like All it is in-engine all... stuff, but like Thank God. it looks incredible. It looks visually. really good. Um, and it's one of those like they did. This is one where they did not put a solid date on it. It's 
it's considered a game that will likely come out next fall. I could see it easily slipping into 2025, yeah, but you know what? Yeah. That's fine. I at least now feel you like, know it exists. I at least feel like it game. exists and like, yeah, there is something to exactly. it. They showed gameplay. Like, they showed gameplay. I know that it's a game that exists right. now that they I want to play it, in the future. And I, I like, I like that it's fable, but it doesn't seem like fable, right? It's, it doesn't it's fable, feel but like it's those not other three the original. games. Do. Yeah. It's doing its own thing, right? It's using yeah. the title the humor. and the inspiration and stuff, but it's not, you're just going to, it's not fable four. Right. No, it's, it's, it's very much this is playground games, right. Fable. Hey, we're rebooting. This right. isn't just Fable Four, we're rebooting this franchise. Well, and it was cool because like, you know, he comes it's... in and he's giving his, his speech and stuff, and then it turns out at the end he's a giant <laughs> and like she's rolling around. Which like that's that good... never really happened in the original no. Fable games. There wasn't giant like of this size. It wasn't so, like right. that. Yeah. Very well done. Um, it, it actually and a, a great it leaves me <laughs> excited to play that game, which Absolutely. I don't think I would have told you that before I that show started. No, I wouldn't have done. The, I wouldn't have either. So um, then after that, they they hit you with three games before they even had somebody speak at this thing. So the second game, uh, Compulsion Games, new game, which is South of Midnight. Uh, it, it, it's kind of it does have like a stop motion aspect to it, at least from the trailer. I didn't get that at first until after the trailer. Then yeah. I realized because it kind of looked jittery. Right. And then I realized after, OK, that's what they're going for. So. Um, trailer is cool. This is a game. It was good. It's something different and unique that I haven't seen. So that's what makes me excited about it. This was very much an in-engine CG trailer. It was, though, but it was, honest. but it was it interesting. It makes me want to know more yeah. about it. I would like, exactly. yeah. After watching the trailer, this looks cool. I would like to know more. Yes. So, and then finally, the third of this trio, they finally uh, lifted the veil on this long rumored uh, open-world Star Wars game from Ubisoft, which. Looks good. Uh, so, like, as someone they, you know, like I don't really care for you're not Star, a Star Wars. Wars person. This game kind of <laughs> looks interesting, though. Like, it's good. And like, here's here's the important th- beats to note here. Number one, it's not made by EA. I'm tired of EA Star Wars games. Right. Um, this is Ubisoft's take on it. Number two, it's not a Jedi game. Right. Which, like, at this point, we've either had Jedi games or giant giant battlefield the last, games. Yeah, know? the last two Star Wars yeah. games that people like are both Jedi games. You know, the one before that was Battlefront 2, and, like, that has its place, but... This is very much an open-world action RPG where you are playing as, as like, an outlaw. Right. Han Solo type. It seems cool. The the character's name is Kay Vest. She looks awesome. The whole thing looks great. Yeah. I enjoyed everything I I saw. I did watch the next day. I watched the actual gameplay footage. It looks good. I don't like Star Wars, and I'm interested. Like, that says (laughs) something... (laughs) That says it's very something. much like it's very much like it's set in the Star Wars universe, but it feels different. All right, I don't feel not, I don't feel locked into playing a Jedi with we're not force talking powers about and throwing force lightsabers powers, and yeah. stuff. Right. Like it feels like I'm I'm like living kind of like almost like Mass Effect or yeah, something, you know? Or yeah. yeah, like or or what Kotor could have been had it not like forced you down that path. Exactly. But exactly. um it is something I'd like to see more of and like read reviews and maybe watch somebody play it and then get it at some point to mess around with it. Exactly. Um, so you got hit with those three things before anybody came out and said anything. The other thing cool about this conference, you didn't have many talking points. You had no. this, you had Phil Spencer speak at the end. That was kind of it until we get to Starfield. Right. So then they had, again, this is what I thought. Interesting concept. I don't know if this game is going to work or not. Uh, 33 Immortals, which is a co-op roguelike game where 
33 people can play. Um, it's a top-down view. So before you think, like, well, what did like yeah. how are 33 people playing the same game? It makes sense. Again, as I told you, it seems like it's a proof of concept game. I would like to see more. It's an interesting it's, idea. I like. I don't I know like if it's going to work. But how many times are you going to have 33 people in a game? Exactly. That's it seems like a about. journey like, type mm. thing. Yeah. So um, 20, next one, 22 pretty, immortals. Nineteen immortals. <laughs> six well, three, immortals. Three exactly. people just drop. So now it's seventeen immortals. Like, <laughs> like six immortals, but three are just standing. Yeah. There. <laughs> so um next game, pretty big announcement. Uh payday three. So we knew that this existed, but this is coming day one to Game Pass on September twenty first. So this game is coming out this year. Um again. Trailer was awesome. Game looks cool. It doesn't look visually much Graphically improved from not Payday great. 2, yeah. but it doesn't need to but be. But I don't necessarily it, like, care. I don't care. It's just, it's more Payday, it's and also, it's been 10 years. It's so, also noteworthy like, that while it is a Game Pass game, it's also only $40. Yeah, it's not an expensive so game. It's, it's, a, it's very much in the budget realm, yeah. so, which the other ones were, too. Yep. So. And it's, it, as we learned almost a, a decade ago now that I think about it, Payday 2, when that came out, Sells. huge. Sells. Huge. Couldn't keep so, copies in sell. ever. This New or sell. used. So maybe it's a good thing it's on Game Pass. Um, We knew about this, unfortunately, ahead of the showcase. We knew about two of these three announcements, which we'll talk about as we go through them. But the first one of them, we did get leaked, of course, unfortunately, by Atlas themselves. Yeah, that was funny. Um, Persona 3 Remake is called Persona 3 Reload. Um, it is coming to Game Pass next year. It's it'll be on PlayStation it's on as well. Everything, so it's, yeah. it, it's on everything, but it is coming to Game Pass day one. Um, again, as someone who has never played Persona Three, Persona Four was my jumping in point to that series. I'm just gonna wait for this and play this. Yep. Um, but it it looks awesome. I played a bunch of it um, on PS2. Um, okay. The, the original one, which is important to note that that's what this one is. That's what this is. Yeah, um, okay. which is a. Sh- a little strange, but I guess if you're gonna remake it, I guess remake the easiest one version of it to remake. Yeah, people are exactly. upset it's missing a protagonist and some other stuff, but I mean, it's a That's remake what of DLCs a, for. It's a remake of a PS2. I game. hate to I say mean, it, but it is yeah, what it is. I could, I could see them doing it. Oh, as for sure, DLC, five bucks. Persona Three Reload Royale. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Um. Next big one, obviously, this is one that, at, for whatever reason, Xbox fans have championed this five-second teaser for multiple years now. I could, it, much like Starfield, I can now say finally it's a real game. It looks like uh, it allowed. looks awesome. It looks awesome. It looks <laughs> like Oblivion. Yes, <laughs> it's what it looks like. It looks like Oblivion made by the people that made the Outer Worlds, which this is from the people that made the Outer yeah. Worlds. It's Obsidian, so. This looks awesome. I loved everything I saw in the trailer. Um, it, it definitely has that Oblivion Elder Scrolls vibe, but it seems like at a little bit smaller of a scale, which is it perfect. Yeah, it doesn't need to be the size of Skyrim. It doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't need okay. to be like New um, Vegas. It, if it's like it, Outer Worlds, exa- exactly. Like Outer Worlds, I love Outer Worlds. I think that's a great, a great game. game. And I, but mm-hmm. I think it's it's compact enough. Like sometimes games, like we know, you know, games get too big. The, the other quality mm. of Outer Worlds, much like something like New Vegas, was in the writing of that right. game. The dialogue, Ooh. interactions There's with people. There's a high replayability 
there where I imagine Avowed will probably have yeah. the same thing. Probably with so. like who who can come with you, how you have different relationships with people. Yeah. That was the best part of Outer Worlds was getting people um, to like like you and join your ship and come with you and stuff. And this is going to be the exactly yeah. the same. So uh, 2024, sure. no, no actual window, but that's fine. But now it, I know it's a real game. This is, <laughs> But it's exactly like Fable where like you showed me what I needed to see. Now I can. And I'm very. Now I'm happy. And I'm very interested. Yeah. Like that's if that exactly. was the goal of this show was to get me interested in stuff. I'm you, interested you in stuff. I'm interested in almost everything so far, which is insane. <laughs> exactly. Um so, and, and speaking of that, they, they we did get to the territory that I was fearful of with talking about stuff being sure. put into older games, but they did not take very long with it and some of the shit's Some pretty good cool. stuff. Yeah. So um, the, the, the biggest one and one that obviously should be a no brainer now that we think about it, mm-hmm. but I would have thought about it ahead of time is Sea of Thieves is getting a Monkey Island crossover DLC, which is pretty soon, July 20th. Mm-hmm. Again, that's the kind of thing we're like, yeah, that's a no brainer. Like, right. why not do that? You and I texted uh, each other right away. Cool. We're like, I guess we're going to go play Sea of Thieves again. I would like to play. I, yeah. <laughs> like, I would like to go, I it's play been it again. Five, six years since we tried yeah. it. So, um, the other one's kind of fucked up, but they announced Microsoft Flight Simulator 2024 after. And this was right, literally the, those words flash on after I text you when we were watching this. Like, yeah, they're not going to announce a new flight simulator. This is probably DLC because they wanted to get away from year, you know, yeah. adding years to this. Oh, no, it's just 2024. Well, OK, the only op- the only like counterpoint to that is they're adding a ton. It's insane. They added the stuff lot. they're adding, like and it looks, different jobs. It looks like insane. Rescue missions, uh, skydive aviation, aerial construction jobs, <laughs> industrial cargo transport. Like it's just insane the stuff that they showed. VIP charter if flights. I, like it's crazy. Insane. If I liked and cared about flight sure. simulator, I would be super into it. If I'm I not, had, the, if I had the patience for it, I think is. If what I, I had would the say. patience and the money to build out that, you know, PC. With the controller and the joystick right. and everything. Yeah. The it throttle, definitely be I good be, at that time. Yeah. At that point, I don't. <laughs> so nothing against people that do, though, because it does look like fun. Um, we, we then get to Senua Saga Hellblade 2, as we kind of talked about a little bit before. My issue with this, again, was, you know, maybe don't tell people you just wrapped up because we, now we know it's 2024. No time frame, just 2024, number one, number two. I could not tell you any idea of what was going on what in is the trailer. It? What is, yeah, exactly. Like again, this was, <laughs> this was ga- quote unquote gameplay, but it was a cutscene basically. Of her, talking her talking to, to herself weird, or the eye wall yeah, or the mirror, whatever. Yeah. But like I, you could have picked a better clip in my opinion. So something, uh, but 2024, uh, one of the best announcements of the show. Yeah, this is great. Exciting. Fantastic trailer. One that when I made my YouTube video, I had to carefully edit around putting clips of this trailer in wow. <laughs> to make sure no, I didn't get pinged. Uh, like a Dragon, so Yakuza 8, which will now be called Like a Dragon Infinite Wealth, insane name, love it, um, had a fantastic trailer <laughs> with Ichiban waking up on what I think we're presuming is a beach in America. Yeah, it looked like, like Florida Hawaii or Hawaii or, or, something. or something. Yeah. Just fucking naked. Right. <laughs> 
walking around, not realizing it and having the reaction of people Doing like, that, like Austin You're Powers naked. bit where yeah. they're covering it up yeah. with stuff as covering he walks Covering it up by. and stuff, yeah. It was great. Just a fantastic but trailer then, in a way to kind of reintroduce that character. And then like – but yeah, as, as they were doing it, all the, everybody was speaking English and they all looked American. I was like, is he going to just be in America now? Because that and could be really interesting. that's the thing really that's important to note. Yeah, like every other character <laughs> – was American. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's the thing. Like is uh, it's clearly set in America. So and he clearly knows, doesn't but... like, has no idea where he is, how he got there. Like the other really exciting part of this early 2024. Yeah. So they're releasing that, these two games, like right around I'm each getting other. that maybe February, March next year. I'm ready. So I loved the Yakuza seven. So, um, fall 76, Game Pass, they did an they did an update uh trailer for it. They did not I don't think they put a date on it, no. but it was the Atlantic uh the Atlantic uh, City stuff, yeah. Yeah, Atlantic City yeah. DLC. Yeah. This was the one and only game at the the showcase that like maybe I'm just tired of this genre. I'm tired. I think you I'm and I both so talked tired about it. Of it. A new Capcom game announced that is just in that um ninja like samurai samurai genre where i just feel like it's become oversaturated with you know all these other games that we've got in the last couple of years um this one i will try not to butcher the name uh kunitsu Kunitsu gami path of the goddess now it looked incredible visually right but again that for me, I just watched this trailer, and f- this was the one that fell flat for me because I was just like another one of these. Matt types and I have of talked games. about it, Matt. What's the only ninja game that you'd get psyched for if they announced it? Tenchu. Exactly. <laughs> I was hoping that's what this I was, was kind of like. I would like when Listen, it was. When no, they, if, when it, they if were it's sh- not Tenchu, let's just be I done. I just with don't it. care. Like, like when they were first shown, and I'm like, what is going on? Because there's a lot of like weird stuff going on. There was a split second in my head when they announced this because it's a Capcom game. I was like, mm. is this like Asura's Wrath 2? Oh. <laughs> or something? Okay, you remember too. that game? That's good too. But like, yeah. but then as it went on, I'm like, no, this seems like generic hack and slash ninja game. Yeah. And then that's what it was. And I was just like, no, nah, I don't. Yeah. There's too it's many. It's like with all the remakes and all these reboots, I why can't you reboot the one thing like I really want? Which is <laughs> certain, certain just things just get lost to time though. And that's the worst part is like yeah, there's never been another Tenchu game. Like, there's plenty of like. I also don't know who would, would technically hold the rights to Tenchu. Who is now. Tenchu Five still? Uh, let me check. It's not Koei. Tenchu Z was Tecmo? the last one, right? It's not Tecmo. Could be. It could be Koei Tecmo. No, it's um, uh, is it Konami? Well, if it's Konami, uh, then that's your answer. It could be anybody. Developers <laughs> were acquired from Software K2. Who's a publisher? Acquire from software oh. Microsoft. Well, that was Ten Shoe Z, right? Yeah. Hang okay, on, but I mean, on. at so, this point in I time, it's like but, uh, you've had so many spinoffs. Like, said why can't software, you just redo it? Why can't yeah. I get? Why can't I get after Armor Core Six? Why can't I get from software? Exactly. I do that. Yeah. 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 Owned by From Software. Weird. I mean, they made Sekiro, but I, I don't know. I just couldn't get the into Sekiro. The last game came out in 2009. Was that Tenchu Z, right? No, that was, um, that was um, Shadow Assassins. That was the last one. Oh, okay. Okay. Man, that is upsetting. <laughs> Isn't it? I, t- I told you, man. It's, it's just <laughs> one of those things. I would even right now at this point with Capcom doing these hack and slash, like why can't you just do a new Animushu? 
That's what yeah. I. Was, I that's what a, I. I would be okay with what? that. Yeah, couldn't you have made this game into one of those? Like somehow you play yeah. as a you play as this woman and in, in an Onimusha game. Like I'm not going to complain yeah. about that. Not at all. Yeah, yeah I don't I think just, anybody. I missed Tenchu. I, I played a lot of Z. I played a lot of uh, the PS2 one. The PS1, the yeah. original, I played a lot of, and then the second one. Yeah, I was. That was the game that got me. Like that's why, like when Assassin's Creed came out, I was so behind it. Because like I had missed that whole genre of just stealth, yeah. assassinating people. Like that's what I really love to do. I just love sneaking around. To be and fair, doing... to be fair, I'm looking at these centuries e scores, and Metacritic did not care for that game. Whoops. No, they didn't care for that game. But <laughs> um, it's from software, they can revive week. anything. Farmer Core Six yeah, can come exactly. back. Just do it. Be game of the year. Centuries e can come back. Uh, next game we talked about was Forza, Forza Motorsport. As we discussed, like I don't think any of us really are highly interested. Always in it. impressive. I will give them, and I just I will give them credit for me. They spent the appropriate amount of time on it this year. Yeah, and years yeah, it was not twenty minutes. In years past, it'd be twenty minutes. They'd roll out the car to show you it in real life and be like, "Here's some rain," and then like, "Okay." Yeah. They did not do that this year. Always impressive, just not for me. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Elder Scrolls Online Necrom expansion got a trailer that's out pretty soon. Not not anything we really talk about there. Um, here's one of the more bizarre ones there. Overwatch 2 got a trailer that shows like the story mission, like P- some of that PvE stuff, right? That's part of the story missions. There is story missions and then there's a new PvP mode and then like a new hero. So basically, probably how the game should have launched last August or whatever. Right. But it's also whenever, like I think it was October. part of the thing they canceled. And then don't worry, that story yeah. stuff costs $15. It's $15. Like what? Um, what are they doing to that game? The second, second Atlas announcement, which was also leaked um, by Atlas, I should say. Uh, Persona 5 Tactica, which is a Persona. So it's Persona 5 characters. They're almost in like a chibi form, kind of. Bit. like Yeah. Tw- little close to that type of art style but it's a tactics game looks, looks awesome it looks good um it's out november 17th it is on everything but it is on game pass day one Ooh. um this was one that i kind of gla- like glazed over uh don't nod which they're making a lot of stuff right now they were making this uh climbing game called jasant hopefully i said that right um another one they showed very quickly which like a little interesting but it was like a 30 second trailer this uh the chinese rooms the people that made amnesia uh machine for pigs they also made uh dear esther and I, there was one other game in there that they made as well they're making a game called still wakes the deep which looks like it's kind of a horror game set on like a oil refinery yeah no thanks uh, that would kind of cool no thanks but again 30 seconds um of these like kind of in this was kind of a little bit of the indie game like again they did not go hard no. into it like Sony it was kind of quick yeah but the one that I pulled out of it that I did think was cool was this uh Dungeons of Hinterburg cool. game look mm-hmm. cuz it had that cell shaded like hi-fi rush yep. art style um this game looked cool uh 2024 um in a not surprising move they announced uh, the release date for Cyberpunk's DLC here with Keanu Reeves. So they brought Keanu Reeves back out. Hanging out. He just seemed like he's once again having a blast <laughs> being there. Um, it, this It's out in September 26th. 
uh, from my understanding, from what I've read, it sounds like you can play this standalone. Yes. You do not they need said, to own. They said you do not need to play Cyberpunk to play this. So it's it's $30, which I know some people have scoffed at. But, like, if it's standalone, you don't need the other game. Then, like, $30 for That's what they're bad. giving it you seems here huge. seems pretty yeah. good. It sounds like they've done a lot of overhauling to the game, too. It's also important to note that this is only on current gen, so they're not putting out <laughs> Xbox well, One and we PS4 talked about versions that. of like, this that DLC. That was the problem is yeah. why that game didn't work in the first place. So, yeah. And I, I think I've said before to you, Dan, now obviously you're in you're, you're in a time of the year where it's bad to try and do this, but you should probably play Cyberpunk. I can finally play it. Like I feel, I feel yeah. like it's finally time to play my $5 copy of Cyberpunk. <laughs> exactly. There you go. Brand new. Funny thing is, is I just traded my copy in to get Diablo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another one that's really cool coming to Game Pass Day One. I didn't realize this was on consoles. Well, I thought it would be just PC only mm-hmm. at first, but uh, City Skylines Two, which looks awesome, looks amazing. Uh, October twenty fourth. It is on Xbox. I believe it's Xbox Series X, S, and then PC. But day and date with the release date, so that's awesome. I will definitely nice. check it out. I love the original <clears throat> yeah, uh, City I love Skyline. City building. I dropped off yeah. only because of how many like different DLC packs and stuff they did. Yeah. So I'm kind of excited for this one because it'll be a, a better engine, but also you're starting fresh with everybody at the same time. So there's not like a hundred DLC packs to look at. Um we made it to the third of three Atlas game announcements. This one did not leak. Um this is their new RPG from the people that make Persona, but it is not a pers- it's not a Persona game in name. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm gonna tr- like it's got a really I can, weird here, fucking I'll, name. I'll it's it. Metaphor <laughs> Re Fantasio. Fantasio. Yeah. Okay. Um, when they first started showing this, I got super hyped because I thought it was Shin Megami Five coming to Xbox. I told you <laughs> that's what it looked like to me. I told you I was like, is this like Persona Zero? Like, yeah, that's what it kind of um, seemed like. But it looks awesome. Yeah. Uh, again, also important to note, it's on everything. Or I should say it's on PS5. Right. I think this is next gen only. I don't think it's on Switch. I believe you're right. This also, at least according to this, from what I looked at from the from the uh, conference, it is not a Game Pass Day 1 game. I don't think Noticeably, so. I think this not is a game. That. Yeah. I think this okay. is a game that will come to Game Pass down the road, just not Day 1. Gotcha. So, and that's fine. They, I, Microsoft they clearly money cut some sort of big yeah. deal with Atlas, so... Um, after that, they, they did talk about that Towerborn game. I think you and I talked about it. Cool idea, but I just don't think it's going to work. No one's going to play it because there won't be enough people playing yep. it. Uh, clock world, clock world, clockwork revolution. Um, this I, was interesting. I think the you game, are really psyched. I think for the it. game looks awesome, but I think part of that <laughs> is because it is a Bioshock clone. It looks like Bioshock uh, to put it nicely. Clone, um, with like some time travel element type stuff to it. Which yeah, I I could always get into that kind of stuff. I love this kind of environment and stuff. So I'm I'm interested to see more of it. I think I'm I'm think I'm going to be in on it no matter what. But there was something. There was a thing that came out like a a day or two later where some guy who claims to have worked on the Infinite trailer was like, I worked on that trailer for you know months. It's burned into my brain, and this kind of looks the same. And he would post like screenshots of stuff next to each other, and holy yeah. shit, it looks ripped off. And then they they come up and be like, no, oh, that's a coincidence. Uh, no, it's not a coincidence. It's you took inspiration, but <laughs> it's you went almost a too shot far. for shot, like remade. Yeah. So whoever made that is in trouble now. Yeah. But. 
Um, and then after that, they had kind of their, you know, they had Phil Spencer come out to kind of his spiel. They did the weird announcements with, uh, with, uh, you know, we've shipped more Xbox Series X's than ever right now. Easy to get one. And then we've heard you on wanting more storage. So they announced a Xbox Awful. Series S one terabyte edition. That is 350. Dumb. So again, as you and I have discussed, that's fine. More storage should be two terabytes, should be two terabytes. for it all digital systems. Yes. Um, this seems And wild. the proof is, but I told you the proof is I own a two terabyte Xbox one. Yeah. Exactly. You can do it. Now, then there one last thing, and this I, I can understand why some people are disappointed on this because I think people expected to be one last thing before Starfield. They just chose to make their one last thing the Starfield Direct, right. which is fine. Yeah. Maybe shouldn't um, have but called I, it again, that, but yeah. But yeah, but again, people wanted Perfect Dark. People wanted a Gears announcement Wolf or something and, uh, like that. It wasn't Indiana me. Jones <laughs> didn't show up. Indiana Jones. So, um, But we dive into Starfield, and they spent probably an hour i would say it was 45 minutes to an hour mm-hmm. and it was very much you know it, it was exactly what i expected they interviewed different people that are on that team not just Todd howard but <coughs> different people that are on the team they showed a shit ton of that game off confirming the different systems what you're doing what the game's actually about they, they, they you know they had an actual really good story trailer in the press conference before this yeah that kind of explain like what the story of the game is, or at least giving you an idea of what it is. And then actually seeing the game in motion. Now, like I said, I walked away from this, not only super hype for the game, but I can now tell you this looks like what it should look like. Yes. It looks this like, looks like the next, game. yeah, this looks like the next evolution of fallout and, and elder scrolls, but we're doing it in space. Yeah. And as I think you and I had the conversation as well, if No Man's Sky didn't exist, I think people would be going completely apeshit over this game. Right. But because we have No Man's Sky and because of how many updates and, and everything in that game and what it does now, unfortunately, I think it limits some of the impact of this game right. in terms of like space travel and stuff. Well, because No Man's Sky is always going to have more planets. It's always going to have more wildlife, more Hey, Todd Howard's yeah. promising a thousand planets. That's again, a lot. And, and that is a lot. But No Man's Sky has procedurally generated stuff. Like, yeah. Stuff and, that's and what I told you is like, how many of those are going to be copy and paste? Like, maybe it looks a different color. Right. You know? Um, but I, I, again, I walked away. The gunplay looked a lot better. It than looks what we like saw you can play it as a shooter, yeah. which is important. Um, and another thing, and it's, it's one of the articles I put in here. They actually got help, which makes sense now, but. They got help from id Software with the gunplay right. for this game, which I, again, when you have that ability, but again, you're gonna bring you're gonna bring those people in to help. This you, is the so. kind of thing that Microsoft should be doing, and this is like what makes mm-hmm. the Redfall thing so fucked up. Is it does? They just said, "Nah, you guys got this right," and they left. Yeah, but on clearly, Starfield, which is obviously an actually important game, they took another company they owned and were like, "Hey, we need to fix this," and they worked together. They clearly. What I think they've done and what you're seeing here, too, is they're putting all their eggs in the Starfield basket. Oh, yeah. Which is why Redfield, Redfall fell to the wayside. Mm-hmm. Like, this is it. This is their important baby. It's like we that talked about. Starfield has to pay off. For years. It has to it pay has off. To pay off. It has to do well. It has to get those good reviews. Yep. Or, you know, and one of the claims I think I put in here where they're claiming this is, as of right now, the least buggy Bethesda Softworks game. 
I don't know if I'd make that claim just yet. Well, I mean, but... <laughs> least buggy compared to what? Like, if we're yeah. just talking about PS3 Skyrim, everything's the least buggy thing compared to that. Say, are we talking about yeah. Fallout 76 launch? Fallout like... 76 was bad at, at the start. <laughs> that game, to be fair, I played that. I think we talked about. It. I played that game recently. That game works now. It actually has a story. So they, you know, they went through. They went. They went through every thing you could possibly want to know that they're going to tell you about this game ahead of time. They even talked about like their collector's edition for the game, which is a smartwatch, which very cool. I'm not getting that. I don't need that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need it. I, I was more impressed with the case it comes in than the actual watch yeah. for whatever reason. <laughs> like that was the thing I looked at. I'm like, boy, that's really Collector's editions cool, are but... just getting harder and harder for me to purchase. Like I passed on the Final Fantasy 16 one because it's too expensive for a statue. I don't care. This about. one is 300. This is 300. The Spider-Man Again, one. It's a smartwatch. You would but... expect me to buy the Spider-Man one, but for some reason that thing is $230. And I get a steel book for a digital copy of the game. Yeah. I'm not doing that anymore. Like that's absurd. No, I I agree as well. <laughs> like very much so. Um, so with all that being said about about Starfield, everything everybody was kind of on the high, the early point of that day, and then the other shoe dropped at the end of the day, which is Starfield <laughs> has been confirmed will only run at 30 frames at launch on Xbox Series X and S. Because and and we've talked about this. I think Todd Howard has alluded to this in many interviews. He cares and prioritizes detail over yeah. performance. And what I would say, like going into this a couple months ago, I would have been more disappointed. Now that I've seen Starfield, and now that I've also played 55, 60 hours of Zelda on the Switch in 2023 at 30 frames. This doesn't bother me. No, I'm not. So, they, I also they did confirm it's play anywhere. So if I really want to play it on my PC, I can. Well, the important can, thing is they told <laughs> so, you three months before it comes out. Exactly. This is what it is. We did it on purpose because yeah. we wanted to make the game work. Because wouldn't you rather have the game work? And yeah. I, it, 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 it's going to be the kind of thing like you are with Zelda. You're going to play five hours of it and not even notice anymore. As long this as the, the game works. I'd say for me, it was like almost immediate immersion in yeah. that game where I like, I realized like after I put four or five hours, like I, I didn't even care. So, and I think the same thing's going to happen with Starfield. I do think it was, I don't think it was smart to do it the same day as all this stuff, but I do think it was smart to do this way before the launch. Yeah, get it out there of now. Like, yeah, for sure. Oh, hey, this comes out in a week, by the way, you know, mm -hmm. that would have been bad. Also, for people that, that are up in arms or cannot understand, there is a 45-minute Digital Foundry video explaining in very gross detail why this game runs at 30 frames, why they made this decision, how it just is impossible to run this game at 4K 60 on a Series X, yeah. given what they're doing. So if you are one of those people that just have to know the answers are out there. there so um, <clears throat> I, with that being said, I, I can see in the future a situation where, Hey, maybe eight months from launch, the game's, a 2k resolution. The game's going to be out for a long time. They're probably yeah. going to make yeah. DLC for it at some point. So like it, things could change. If in uh, two years they figure out how to do it, they're going to give it to you. But I looked at this after, you know, the way I was like, wow, I, you know, I got really immersed in Zelda. And every time I play a Bethesda game, 
with the except maybe the exception of 76. So you can put out their Fallout, Skyrim, Oblivion. I'm always immersed. Mm-hmm. The same thing is going to happen with Starfield. Right. <laughs> so at the end go. of the day, it doesn't. And you're also matter. talking about games like Fallout and stuff where those games had problems in the beginning. Well, if, and, if and, the trade off is this doesn't have those kind of problems in the beginning, I prefer this. Yeah. And they very also very clearly said, like, we could get the game to run at 60, but it's probably not consistent. And it won't be. Yeah, it won't lock. And you don't want that. Right. And the minute something explodes, <laughs> so, it's going to dip. Is that what you want? 20 frames yeah. now. Yay. Like, yeah, yeah, you don't want that. So, um, but yeah, there's a ton of Starfield information out there. I walked away from this entire conference. Like I said, for me, it was a B plus, but I came out of it mostly hype for Star for Starfield. Yes. There now I know what it is. Now I know that it is just another Bethesda games RPG and I want to play. It. Right. And, it, so. and like we talked about at the start, like I'm interested in most of the stuff on this list in some way. Yeah. And I, and you make me want to know more. I want to see more fable. I want to see more yeah. avowed. Even the damn Star Wars game, which I would normally never care about. I was like, maybe there is a game in there I'm, I could enjoy. So on exactly. that point, it's a success. But as we've talked about before, and we'll say it again <laughs> and every time, it has to deliver games. It does. For sure. We need to get to next fall, yes. 2024. And hey, I've played Avowed. Right. Hey, I've played Hellblade. Fable you comes know, out in the, a month. Ga- yeah, like and these games yeah, were good. Yes. I enjoyed it. We made good on this. That's what I want to see. Yep. So, um, but we can move on from the yeah. Xbox press conference. Um, obviously, Mortal Kombat one huge topic right now. Uh, but there was a blurb, and I, I did see this too. I saw you put in here uh, Ed, that Ed Boon has come out and said that the door is not closed on the possibility of an Injustice three. It makes sense. Yeah. Injustice was Please. incredibly popular. Is, Injustice 2 was awesome. There's some talk going around that maybe this was Injustice before it became Mortal Kombat 1. But because okay. of the Warner Brothers, remember they were going through that weird sale period where they weren't yeah. sure about licensing and all this other stuff. And then COVID hit. Mm-hmm. It's like work from home. It's like, well, what can we work on at home? <laughs> well, we just made 11. <laughs> we could probably make a sequel to Mortal Kombat 11 easier right now yeah. than we could make an Injustice 3. That makes sense. So a lot of that lines up and, uh, you know, you kind of got used to them trading it back and forth. But the other thing, too, is like Injustice 2 has so much shit in it. What could Injustice 3 possibly be? I, other than, you know, a continuation of that story. I, I going guess, even but like deeper, who I else guess, can but you yeah. add? Exactly. We're down to like adding Especially- Ninja Turtles at this point, man. <laughs> yeah, well, they I, were I, in I don't know either. Well, I know what I'm saying, though. Like we've added them in, too. Like that's we're yeah. pretty far at the bottom of the dc barrel here not to say that's a bad thing yeah. but well else are we at i i was yeah. i mean i was gonna mention peacemaker but let's be fair he's probably in mortal Kombat one so yeah. and maybe that that's where like that justice three was gonna go yeah could have been it makes sense it definitely makes sense um this i thought this i thought was interesting considering how many times we have discussed on this podcast the possibility of a ps5 pro upgrade but it was very clear, and I believe it came from Phil Spencer himself. They are not working on – I mean, they're probably working on, but they are not going to be doing a pro system upgrade anytime soon. It's fine. Which is smart. I don't think it's necessary. Well, they're also like, – I know I see the argument of some people with the Starfield thing being 30 and then Redfall, but like, I don't think it's necessary. No, I don't think we it is either. We barely scratched the surface of these systems. And they also yeah. seem, still seem really interested in like – 
streaming stuff and trying to get that stuff working exactly first before they worry about a new box yeah um (laughs) this i put in here just because i i did read it more into context later but initially reading this was just wild to me so we obviously know and it's it's coming out more and more like more of the backstory of redfall and how like what the disaster it was but the head of that of of Microsoft games Matt Booty made this comment that seems pretty jabbing to me which was simply when a studio becomes part of Xbox like it or not they become part of first party and as a part of first party they exist in a different spotlight people look at them through a different lens it, uh and then he did go on to say it is his responsibility you know and blah 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 but when it comes to Redfall it almost kind of seemed like in this quote, he kind of was throwing them under the bus for like not <laughs> acting like they were like a bigger studio because they are part of Microsoft now. And like, again, as we've discussed and as we learn more about Redfall, at some point, the people that were making that game, when they got bought by Microsoft, kind of hoping Microsoft canceled that game. And instead, Microsoft took it as an opportunity for here's a game we can put out and they fucking champion that game. So um, the disaster of Redfall continues. Yeah, <laughs> like, just, Matt, we're going to learn more. It's going to keep coming out. Matt Booty's not helping anybody by throwing them under He's the not, bus. He should have like, said to keep his mouth shut at this point, especially for when sure. we're talking about all this other stuff that we just showed at a showcase, you don't need to talk about Redfall. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so hype people for stuff um, that's coming. Embracer group <laughs> went through some massive restructuring because they lost. There was a big deal that they had that was going to go through. It wasn't like for $2 billion yeah. or something absurd. And it fell through. So now they're going through a major restructuring. They're closing a lot of studios. They're canceling a lot of projects. It is important to note they had to put this out in a press release somewhere because I saw it. Tomb Raider is not affected, whatever's being worked on with Tomb Raider. And then, of course, and this one made me snicker even harder, nothing's being affected with Perfect Dark. Sure. Of course. <laughs> sure. So, But they're just still going through like, a, a, a big restructuring. It's just a, it's yeah. a company that of is a mess. That deal they bought too it's much. They bought too much stuff. Way, they way don't know much. what they're doing. Like they own THQ Nordic play on, which used to be that cock media people or coach media, yeah. or whatever gearbox and a ton of other people. And it's, and then, which means they also have crystal dynamics, Eidos Montreal, 3d realms. They, they said they want yeah. to release over 200 games in three years. What games? What are you making? Yeah. You you remember they were the people that got pissed at Saints Row bombed. Yeah. Like exactly. well, Saints Row did bomb. But but the but. thing is it's like but <laughs> but that pissed them off so much that they like they restructured that stuff. And well, we're going to take a step back and do this. Like they just have they they did that thing where they bought everything and have no idea what they're doing. Kind of like Microsoft. They don't. Yeah. Kind of. Kind of in that sense. Um I'm not going to go through every game at it. There was also the Ubisoft forward. This show, one of the reasons I don't want to go through is because it was very disappointing. It's a lot of it stuff you'd much, already seen. Yeah. As I told you after the, sh- after the show, and I read the announcements, cause I even watched this one. It was very much. I told you Ubisoft is like a company that's trying to find its own identity again mm-hmm. right now, because they just like, w- w- what are the things they showed this year? Other than star Wars outlaws? Cause they showed gameplay for that. 
I'm. I, I, this is one thing I'll say. I know this is something, Matt. Don't take offense. I'm I don't offended. think it's that. I don't <laughs> think it's Assassin's Creed Mirage looks very good. I'm, There's like, something about the way it looks that is weird, right? It's weird. It is like no. it just. It almost seems like a regression of what that series is. Like, I, I there's there's a point where it's like, okay, it's cool that we're going to go back and we're going to do the stealth stuff. That should be a bigger aspect of that franchise mm-hmm. because that's what it started as. Exactly. But I think we're going too far back. Yeah. In this yeah. game, and also like visually, it just. When I watch the footage that I saw now, it just doesn't even like it doesn't look next gen. It has I know weird, it's on older platforms. It has a weird like cartoony aspect to it. It's almost, weird, right? Yeah. So I'm not it's against just, what you're saying at all. Like I yeah. want you to know that I, I love the fact <laughs> that it's going, it's going back to the original way that Assassin's yeah. Creed used to yeah. look. However, I will totally agree with you that it doesn't look right. Like it looks it, like no. it's off by it, something, right? It almost it almost doesn't look as good as Assassin's Creed Two did. Yeah, exactly. No, right? I'm and right like, there with you. There's like, room. There is room for that that version of this game to exist. Like they could easily have these and then the other ones, like the Odyssey, Valhalla ones, because that's what yeah. saved that franchise was completely changing. It, it is. Yeah, exactly. Is. But by saving the franchise, you do give yourself leeway to go back, but. You have to make a better game than Assassin's Creed 2, which was a very good game. Yeah. <laughs> and that game is it was. 10 years old. Yeah. And this, right, so far doesn't look better than that game. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't so, know. Like, I mean, weird. really, I, it's definitely, I mean, not something I'm going to. I mean, I never bought any of the more recent Assassin's Creed's mm-hmm. when they first dropped. I, I've really gotten away from doing that just because I've been disappointed by so many games that I've that I've been hyped up for. And it's just like, it's why? tough. To, yeah. It's tough to like buy in. Like I'm excited for all of this stuff that Xbox has showed too, but then mm-hmm. it, it still gives me to the point where like, what happens when it drops? Well, Is, are there going to be issues? Are there going to be things that make me not want to play it? Like with the what's Xbox stuff, happen? you have the benefit of game pass where you could be like, I'm going to try. It. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. Ubisoft, like, is that still like they don't put their day one stuff on Ubisoft thing on Xbox, right? No, no, no. So the Ubisoft thing, uh, it, it, you can pay for it on Xbox. For my understanding, it's part of PlayStation Plus's tier. I don't think, but you not get the, everything. but not the new stuff. Yeah, right. You have to actually pay for the service right. to like, get because like they one. just put Far Cry Six on okay. the Plus thing on PlayStation this month. Okay. Yeah, so so these games that are coming, you're not going to get them day one. Well, then, no. yeah, you would have to pay for that. Mirage stuff. is not something I'm willing to pay full anywhere near full price to try it. I think it's sixty. Yeah, yeah. No, thank you. So, I mean, other than that, the the biggest attraction here, which for me it's a detraction, is Avatar: Frontiers of Pandora. No interest. Nope. I, I have a very much. I still not. haven't watched the second movie. I won't I, watch them. I refuse to watch <laughs> them. I refuse. Yeah, exactly. The other one, I'm only bringing it up because it's ridiculous. Uh, please don't. Skull and Bones. Oh, God. Why are we still talking <laughs> it's getting about a it? beta in August. No release date for this game. Just a beta in August. But the beta is on PC only. Jesus oh. Christ. Like, what is Yay. going on? I, just cancel that game, please. Just stop it, <laughs> like, dudes. We have a pirate game. We don't like. We don't need this one that clearly they don't even know what it is. So, um, very well, actually, we have two last news stories. One I'll go over really quick. 
There's a t-shirt that was put into GTA online that players think is a teaser for GTA six. Is it or not? I don't know if I were to guess though, like it's not a bad way to go. If you want to tease yeah. GTA six, if you're rockstar, they like, like to mess with people in that game by putting stuff do. in and having people find stuff. And at this point, that gives it out for a decade. So like, they just like the mess to fuck around. And, and then uh final news story. And I'm just going to shout it out really quick. We can move to emails. Microsoft is no longer making original Xbox one games. Good. There. It's over. Good. It's 2023. It's time. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, it makes That's, sense. And worrying about that is part of what's holding holding them back from making some of yeah. this stuff. It is, for sure. So, without now, that on there, I, good. You guys said the same thing with PS4. So, um, anyways, let's transition into emails. First email, very short, very quick one, very straight to the point. My favorite one. Randy from Pittsburgh, <laughs> Pennsylvania. Howdy, is Perfect Dark just dead at this point? Um, so we very much know it's not, um, it's not. I, there was a news article yeah. today where Matt Booty said that he just played it and liked what he he's saw. He's interested in the Again, idea and he's excited to show you like, fuck off. Like, like I yeah, don't, that's my response. Like why mention why it talk now about it? Why say people that wanted to see it, a week it ago? and you're excited for it, but you can't tell us a single thing about it. Exactly. The only thing we have seen is from game awards three years ago. A CG trailer. <laughs> it's not, so it's not dead, but it's on life support. That was that was basically a proof of concept of this is what it might be like in a mo- for a modern day perfect. Could be, dark. and here's a pyramid, and then that's it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like yeah. as someone who loves Perfect Dark, I've made that perfectly clear. Here's a, here's a, here's a gun that might be the last. Yeah, time, I'm just like, like, like <laughs> I won't know what to believe about this game ever until I see it like avowed. Like right Fable, until so. until I get it in, exactly. a, in a thing like I just saw where it proved to me that it's a game that looks interesting. <laughs> I will know nothing about this game. Or how to feel. Exactly. All right. Our next email comes from Vince from Redacted. Hi, guys. GameStop Manager here. Hopefully, we'll be promoted to customer soon. I just wanted to see if you guys had heard anything about the absurd push we have to get reserves on Starfield. The company, or at least my DL, is treating this like Fallout 4. They fail to understand that with Game Pass, most people are going to outright buy this game. Yet it doesn't matter, and the goals they've set are insane. And don't get me started on those collector's editions. Honestly, between this push and the card overhaul, I'm looking to get out at the first job offer I get. Thanks for reading my rant. You guys have a great podcast. There you go. How Um, how could you reasonably set a pre-order goal for a game that is A on game pass day one and be on one system it's on one system it's on one system it's not even on both xbox and if no it and is if but like but it is on series yeah. s2 but but let's be fair the the ps5 is outselling the xbox like right. three to one at this point so like minimum either you're gonna sell systems for people to play Starfield, which will happen right that's gonna happen but then why wouldn't you yeah. naturally them, but like you should buy game pass for the same price that buying starfield would cost you, you. literally get there a month of game pass when you buy an xbox right? x or s so like it just uh, they, they, it, they the company's always been tone deaf with things like that but they're looking at it as, hey, this is the new Fallout. Hey, this is the new right. Skyrim. And it is. Yeah. They're not looking at it as, oh, Game Pass. They just think, well, people still like to buy games the old-fashioned way. Uh, not as much when games are $70. Not as much so. as when a full-price game is on a service day one. <laughs> exactly. I just so. – I feel I feel bad. I don't blame you, man. Yeah, I don't blame I, you. I don't blame We're you praying for, for you. Please get a new job. <laughs> Please email us Please when you Please email us when out. you do. We'd love to hear back. But – uh yeah like the pre-order goals for starfield should be like 10 maybe i agree 10 i agree 
Um, this came in. I had, I think I had mentioned something about this article and then I laughed when the email came in because as you know, I do like to read and chuckle at bullshit that I read on Kotaku. Yeah, we all do. So Bray from Cincinnati, Ohio. Hi guys. You've talked in the past about your hatred of Kotaku. I'm curious if you've seen their latest mudslinging article regarding females of color representation in gaming, especially around the new Star Wars Outlaws game. Is it just me or are they making this up as they go? I've not seen anyone talking about this negatively on Reddit, YouTube comments, anywhere. I've only seen people upset that you can't change hairstyles on the specific character. That's it. Yet this article seems to be sensationalizing something that doesn't exist for the sake of clicks. It even mentions Gamergate several times. Good grief. Curious what you guys think. It's, it is the bullshit Kotaku article of the week. They have one every week. It's a very easy target if you look at they it. They write as many of them as I, they possibly can. I am sure they saw a comment somewhere where somebody made a comment that they don't like this girl because it's a female character in the game or because she's of color. I, is she all like, I didn't even notice I guess that. So, like, like, he, I, like <laughs> I, here's the, th- here, here's the thing. And maybe this is just me. Maybe it's just you. When I play a video game, I don't, like I play the character because I'm interested when it's a character driven story, right. not when it's like Diablo and you're making your own story. When yeah. it's a character driven game, I care about the writing around that character. Yes. I don't here's, care as much about how the characters. No. And, here, and here's the thing, like know. to talk about how like women aren't represented enough in games. I would agree that that is true to, nobody's to, a, gonna, to a point. Nobody's going to disagree with you. I think on that, that there, there isn't as much representation. However, the first three games of this Xbox show <laughs> were, all, were all female. Like, obviously, Fable, you make your own person. Not a big deal. But, like, yeah, the other two – the two games that followed it, including the Star Wars game, that thought never crossed my mind once. Not I was like, she looks cool. I'm interested in this game. You know what my <laughs> favorite new franchise is of the past, like, five years is Horizon. I have never once Mine's- questioned Aloy being the main character of that game. I think Aloy is a fantastic character. But you know what mine is? It's Control. Control. Another great example of a female-led yeah, game like, where the character is well-written, like ex- incredibly a, a badass, and someone I yeah. actually care about, and I'm excited to play another one of. Like, exactly. exactly. <laughs> like they to to continue. Gamergate obviously was not good when it happened. No, it that wasn't. was a huge mess, and I it's it's yeah. gross, and like it does paint the whole thing in a bad light, but. To keep bringing it up, bring it up. every yeah. single time when you make up the sensationalism is unbelievable. Mm. That's irresponsible on their part. It is. Like to, like Lara Croft. I like her as a character. Like obviously when she was created in, for the PS1 days, she was made for different was, reasons. Yes. But ever since the reboot, it has not been about that at all. They started tinkering that like in the like in the PS2 360 era with those games, right. but they That's really when they tweaked it when they it got really to like, went 180 with it with right. that. Re- when they rebooted it, they said we're going to start over. We're not going to make her as much of a sex symbol. All this other stuff, great. Yeah. You need know a what? Those games are great, and she's great, and they're them, all great. And it never crossed yeah. my mind one time. <clears throat> no. no, I just I hate that Kotaku looks for problems and and amplifies them. And they, they do, do it for clicks. They do it for all of this stuff. And like we've talked about The only reason before. they're still around. Yeah, it's the only reason they still exist is because they they're, are designed to piss people off. 
They are. And this is a perfect example. Like Star Wars game, I saw that trailer and said, she looks cool. This looks interesting. You're not a Star Wars fan. I can't change change her hair. Fine. But but then that's because I'm playing somebody else's like story they created. Yeah. I'm fitting into this game. I'm not making the game about me and what I think about yeah what heroes and stuff are if you don't like yeah, that kind of exactly. stuff then don't play it but don't bitch about exactly. it <laughs> exactly no, right. um next email we have is a fun one it comes from raymond from lake bluff illinois hey guys i have a fun question for you what is your favorite type of environment in a video game snowy grassland island volcanic i'm curious if you tend to clean the games given the types of environments that are shown thanks you know my answer do i <laughs> You know my answer. Anything that's a tropical or island okay. environment is an immediate. It's why, like, it is one of the reasons why for a while I looked at East 8. I never played an East game and was like, oh, man, this game yeah, takes place okay. in this tropical environment. That looks really cool. And then I played it and was like, this is a fucking amazing yeah, RPG that everybody it. should play. But that drew me in because I'm like, look at this environment. So anytime it's like bright blue, and sure. like ocean waters up, I'm that, that, easily gravitated to or like grassland yeah. on the flip side i'm not a snowy person I, I tend to dislike that's just snow stuff where in games. you and i live well it's, it's that or it's just like <laughs> they use snowy areas as a way to to cram in game mechanics that i hate where it's like you get yeah. cold you gotta go buy a fire and wear a jacket and uh, everything's slippery and you can lose <laughs> your grip it's like that just makes shit more annoying i think that's why i tend to lean more towards like grassland type stuff or um you know, I do like island type things and I, I guess things that you would consider more like um, I, I, it sounds dumb to say, but like generic or regular, like yeah, volcanoes yeah, no, and I stuff are interesting for like a section of something. But again, oh, you're hot. You need water or uh, all that kind of stuff. And I do like games that take place in like cities, too. Like yeah, there's yeah. something about being I, in a city, like being in a city where. Um, like division, I really like, like, that's a game where, you know, that's snowy and stuff, but like, I'm in a city and I'm going through buildings and you can go into like, and get resources and stuff like that. So environment, I like environments like that. I think city based stuff would be my choice. Like yeah. forests. I'll throw that out. Yeah. There too. Forest forest. Yeah. I like a good forest. I, I feel the same way you guys do. I don't like snow volcanoes suck. <laughs> um, I would even venture to say I hate rain. Mm, in okay. a lot of games because it's just kind of annoying. Um, I'm down for grass islands. I don't necessarily need because then it gets to the point where you have to get off the island. And then that gets into water and boats. And I, I don't see. I like that though. So <laughs> dude, I don't That's so part like of <laughs> one of, one of the games I was really hyped to play was stranded deep. I thought like the idea okay. behind it was really cool. Yeah, yeah. And I downloaded it when it dropped on PlayStation plus started okay. playing it once i got in the boat i couldn't play it anymore like <laughs> i it's the mechanics of that water that just don't do it for okay. me yeah i don't i don't tend to like water or um what about stuff like, like that if you played as a shark that's different though yeah the man See, that's a different game. thing okay. that's different okay. because like if it's an underwater based da- game i'm the dangerous thing in that game yeah, yeah, okay. You know I, mean? I yeah. don't have to worry about drowning in That's that game. That's a good game. <laughs> yeah. Um and and like I said, underwater games don't bother me. Like if your person yeah. is 
designated to always be underwater if your port is it's the whole mechanic of the boat just rowing oh, yeah. and it just yeah that I got into, me off. Yeah, I, I didn't really get into that stuff until like Assassin's Creed like Black Flag where there was a lot of that stuff. Okay. Yeah. And I, I started it's one that's the only game I've ever liked where like I'm on a boat. And controlling a boat. I did like I did like it in that game. That makes sense. obviously like Odyssey did that very well yeah, too. And they, but they yeah, do it exactly. well. Like that's actually made properly. Like, but yeah, I remember Wind Waker. The reason I gave up on it the first time is like you got in that you get in a boat and it's like, hey, sail from the top corner of the map to the bottom corner of the map. I'm like, I think I'm out. Like, I know I don't want to do that. <laughs> so, I mentioned what yeah. back, but that was a that was a tipping point. There you go. Uh, next. <laughs> Next email comes to us from Chris from Long Here Island, New York. He says, hey, hey, guys, I know this isn't a movie podcast, but I was curious if you all had a chance to see The Flash. If so, what do you think? I'm especially to hear what Kyle thinks, given of how big of a Batman fan he is. Okay, okay. so really quick, let's say this is five, this will be very five short. minutes. There might be spoilers. This oh, is, you, this, you, I was going to do might, a spoiler there, free. There might be. Okay. This is your warning Fair in enough. case you care enough in about this movie. In case something slips out. <laughs> yes. In case something slips out. Okay. So I will keep it short. If you want to know my full thoughts, I just posted a video on yep. my YouTube channel. It is much longer than what I'll say here and full of spoilers. What I will say, is, like the easiest way I can describe it, it is a good movie that I wanted to be great. It's not a great movie. It very much, it does work like somehow against all odds. The movie does work by the end of it. But, and on the flip side, if you are a Batman fan, especially of Michael Keaton, you owe it to yourself to go see it because that part of it is done exceptionally well. But also like if you watch the trailers to this movie and you thought, Oh, it's just a Batman movie. It really is not. It is. This is a flash movie that has Batman in it. You don't even see Michael Keaton until about the hour mark in that movie. So on the flip side of it, this movie has what I would say, and I've gotten a whole day to think about this. The worst CG I have seen on film. I saw somebody this morning, compare it to the Scorpion King. Oh my God. And like, I can entertain that argument for certain scenes of that movie. There, like when he goes into the Speed Force, it is some of the worst shit I have the ever Chrono seen. Chrono Bowl, my favorite. The Chrono term of Bowl that is movie. what the it's Chrono called. Bowl. Yeah, it's almost like, and I guess this will be a little bit of spoiler. The way I described it, and it, this will work for some people, won't work for other. It's like he is rewinding and fast forwarding a VHS tape. Kind of. That's what it was like for <laughs> a me. A little bit. Where it's like, okay. It's but the problem is as that thing spins, you get the faces of different people and the events that are going on, and they look like their faces are wax. Like mm-hmm. it just looks bad. Yeah, and that's not even all of it. And the, like today, you sent me the thing where the director's like, "Oh, they're supposed the visual effects are supposed to look like that." No, 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 dude. That's not like, true. You clearly cut corners. Nah, bro. Um, the beginning of the movie, there's a sequence where he has to save a bunch of infants falling out of a um hospital like like skyscraper thing and they're all so incredibly poorly animated yeah it is really bad and then there's a dog in there and for some fucking stupid reason the end credits as you're waiting to see what the end credit scene of this movie is is that same scene slowed down so you get to see there's not only infants there's a dog in this scene it is one of the worst cg dogs i've ever seen it's like it's it's it is unbelievable 
and unacceptable how bad CG is in that movie. I, well, I think when I told you yesterday, before I saw the Scorpion King comment, which is an incredible, it's... like, I, I agree. I said cats. Yeah. I said it's a, it's a like cats level bad. Mm. Now, if you can put that aside, there is a good movie in there. The story is, is, is pretty solid for, for a DC movie. And I think there's a lot of goodwill in it, but I walked out of it. I wasn't disappointed, but I was more disappointed of like, I went into this wanting to love this movie and I only liked it. So I gotcha. gave it a B minus, And I think that's fair. Okay. And I'm a diehard bad. Okay. Fan, so I should be giving it an A. You were more here's hard. a counter. Here's a counterpoint. <laughs> so Kyle and I went and saw this together, and Kyle is a Batman fan, and my favorite DC Die superhero Batman. is the Flash. He's the Flash. <laughs> so I went in thinking, okay, Flash movie, but I also had tempered expectations because I'm one of the few people you'll probably ever know of that watched the entire TV show, and I finished it. Yeah, I only saw half yeah. of it. Well, and you checked out about the right point. About the um, point everybody did. Season four is when that show is done. Uh, and there are nine of them. Uh, I would give this movie five out of ten. And that's like me kind of taking some points off just because like Ezra Miller is garbage. Uh, he's a good. Yeah, no. They're a good actor. And they played the dual role thing very well. Very well. Very, I will I will not take anything away from the performance. Yeah, but it's fine. The character is weird. The CG, like Kyle said, is just it's just bad. It's so bad. It, like there are there are scenes at the end in the third act where you would just stand there and be like, this is not what these things look like. And yeah. it's some of some of the cameo stuff is not done well. And one is done really well. And the problem is it's done so well when you see all the other ones, which are clearly full CG. Yeah. That's it makes that one pop so problem. much more where it's like, really? Like, so, it's one of those. There, one of the bi- I won't spoil what no. it is because it is one of those, like, my if you know what it is, like, you know what they're calling back to, it's mind-blowing. <laughs> so, but I won't spoil yeah, it. But I won't, I'll, I'll stay away from, like, cameos stuff. Like, but the, one of the biggest problems I had about the movie was his character progression it's does like not it. happen. <laughs> It's such yeah. a weird thing because you meet him and he is awkward and weird and just kind of odd. And that's to be fair, that's set up in Justice League. And that's how if he's, he's, if, if he's going to yeah. be, that's OK. However, when he makes this choice to change things and he ends up yeah. in a dual role, one like the one he meets who, you know, his mother never died. That's not a spoiler because that's what the whole point of this movie is. No, that's in the trailer. Yeah. Where his mother never died. That that kid is uh, a loser and like he's just like a slacker and all this other kind of stuff. He he immediately becomes like a mature person who is responsible. Yeah. And like it seems like actual character growth. And like it he's does. making decisions and he has to make tough decisions and shit is wrong. And he has to – the end of that movie where he has to make like this final decision is uh, is uh, emotional. And then yeah. he, and then everything goes back to normal, and he's an awkward, dumbass loser again. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. what happened to the guy I just saw for two hours? Where did he go? Yeah, you lost everything that, like, you yeah. you yeah. worked towards is gone. And it's just like, Wait. what is this? And I told Kyle, I said the biggest problem with this movie and this movie story is the first two seasons of that TV show exist. Because and they're they incredible. did this story, <laughs> they did it better, 
And like the first season of that show, you could stop after that because like the mind fucks in that are are good enough. But like the second one delves into Flashpoint (laughs) stuff. And the other weird part about the movie is if you're familiar with what Flashpoint is or why he has to go back to save his mom, Mm -hmm. that's never alluded to in the movie at all. They make no reference as to what actually happened. Not even like a tiny Easter egg for people like DC people who would understand it. I told you all I needed was a lightning bolt to go through the house to a second before it happened. That's all you needed. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't exist. They don't do that. They don't even touch on it. It's so weird. They don't even touch like – it's so weird because like by the end of that movie, they don't even touch on like, okay, obviously people that are watching this movie know that his father didn't actually kill his mother. Right? You've known that the whole time since the beginning. Even if you right. don't know the story, why they not, told you that. Why not even discuss? Well, then who did? They don't even don't act even, like it's a thing. No, it's, they're just no they're one's so concerned. On, my father didn't do it. It's like no, that's only half the story. It's not. Man. It's like, not. Let's so, catch yeah. the other guy who did it. It's <laughs> let's prove he was at. My, let's prove he didn't do it. Yeah, and it's just so it's it, that's a weird choice. And then, um, <laughs> as you know, it's a flash movie with Batman in it. I know you love the Batman stuff in it, and it is pretty good. I would argue there's actually almost too much of it. Like maybe um, maybe there should have been a scene where it was just the two of them going to do something. I think part of it is this movie also has Supergirl. There's too little of Supergirl. Well, yeah, and Supergirl what that girl has, and this is the first I think it's the first movie this this mm-hmm. actress has been in. She does a lot with the very little yeah. she's given. Her no like and I would love a solo supergirl she, movie, but she's not a character in the movie, she's a plot device. She's a plot device, and that's, uh, and that's unfortunate because they she is completely wasted, and her character yeah. development almost is, is very quick, yeah. and it, to a point where it's like that shouldn't have been what did that, but she yeah. is wasted, and she does great with what I she agree. has, but she's completely wasted. This movie, oh, this movie bad. is, it's not, <laughs> it's not bad, but it's not good. It is no. It's middle of the it road. It is a DC movie. It it's a DC it's a DC movie. It also like oddly enough, this should have been like the cap of like okay, this is kind of the end of the Snyder stuff. Now we can move on, get to whatever James Gunn's doing. With they Superman, should have edited it, and that's to fine. End it. That's what they should have done. But like, there's still an Aquaman movie that I don't even think I want anymore. Um, what is it? Like, I just want to move on to the next. Yeah. to the Superman movie. You've told me that. Uh, with, the, you've told me that this is over. But now you're yeah. like clinging to is it? Because is they're it? waiting. Yeah. They're waiting on how this movie does to decide if they want to make another Flash movie. I'm not. Here's the, I'm not against them making that next Flash movie. I'm not. Against I'm not it. either. But what is it? What is it? The other thing that I noticed today when I, I you know I was talking to my girlfriend about it, I'm like, all right, here's what's interesting to me. We went. Obviously, we saw this last night. That Aquaman movie is still scheduled for December 20th. Why not put out a trailer in front of this? That seems because I seriously think this is what I think. I think if this movie bombs this weekend and it very well could, I have no idea if this movie is going to be a hit or a bomb. Mm-hmm. I have no idea if it bombs. There's a very good chance they could either push or they might even pull the plug on Aquaman because what's the point? No, like that's that's a weird thing so, to do at this point because that's, that movie's got to be it is, done. but. After everything they went through with the Amber Heard stuff, like, yeah, well, just you got to release it. Much longer right? though. The only, the last thing I'll say about the Flash, yeah. and we can move on. There is, and this is at the beginning of the movie. And like, I went in the movie, like, I can separate Ezra Miller, the actor, from 
the performance. You have to. And I'm fine with you that. You have to. You have to. And for 99% of the movie, I was fine. Oh, yeah. There is a joke at there's, the beginning of this movie. It is, there's a, it's a specific one. Yeah. Within the first 10 minutes revolving around mental health, and I cannot believe for how many years this movie has sat on a shelf and been retooled, it's gone through so many executive hands that not one person watched this and said, do you really want to put this out with this person saying that? I also think that I would. There's a scene. There's a scene <laughs> so, within like the first two minutes where like girls fawn over him. Cut that. Yeah. Cut that. Maybe cut that. Maybe too. cut that. Yeah. Um, little weird. Because when they were like, "I love you" and all this stuff, and I'm just like, "Um, uh, candy bar to set." <laughs> not necessary for this agreed. movie. Agreed. For a movie but the joke, the, the joke was the one that took me out. Yeah. I'm like, oh, for a movie God, that's almost two and a half hours long, those two things could have gone. It could have. It, uh, is a two and a half hour movie, and like normally, I don't argue this, especially comic movies. It could have been two hours, yeah, and I would have been fine. Yeah. So we're done. That's it. We're we're done. Watch, Flash. Kyle's, watch Kyle's review if you want spoilery type. Yeah, stuff. Yeah, if you right? want more about it, yeah, I really went on about it. Yeah. So, um. Anyways, next email we have. Comes from Andrew from Schaumburg, Illinois. Howdy, dudes. I was curious. It seems like Diablo 4's launch went extremely smooth with very minor outages or issues. Would you say this is the most successful online game launch in quite some time? Um, it's pretty good. Honestly, like, it's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty like, solid, man. <clears throat> it, I, I had one on my own. I had one server issue where, like, I was in the middle of a dungeon and it just disconnected. Mm. And I lost, like, that dungeon progress. Yeah. I've, so, I've, now I can on the flip side, I would not try making a hardcore character right yet. now. I would wait a yeah, couple there's of no. horror maybe, story. There's horror stories. I've seen right. some bad shit where I'm lost, like, no, 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 no. That guy lost 172 hour uh, nope. hardcore <laughs> character during a teleport. He got hit during a teleport oh, and died. Um, nope. nope. The other guy got disconnected and, and his character disappeared. Um, you're, you're talking about someone who had the power go out the other day when I was editing a video and I lost like 20 minutes mm-hmm. of progress uh, on that. And that was like, a, do I still keep going? I had, uh, <laughs> so I've had some hard, I imagine. I mean, I've had some hard freezes where <laughs> everything stops, but the music keeps going. Okay. I get it. Um, I have had, uh, there's a couple instances where it's clearly not loading, right. Or sending stuff back and forth. Correctly. Yeah. We've Cause you try to go through like a too. door and you just bounce off of it. Because mm-hmm, it can't yeah. make the next area, but overall, or like let's say we're in the hub world and we're playing together, and then we decide to get out of the hub world to go into the area, and you might just keep running yep. but not actually going. Um, that happens, but no login issues. Like and I've no. never been queued for more than not 10 since seconds. that first beta day where I waited like yeah, an hour and a half. Yeah, I would say it's been was like I could play pretty smooth, and my my it's hope is smooth. like they're just going to refine it and it's going to get better. Yeah. And I would yeah. I would tell you in probably four or five years hey there's an offline mode now like that'll happen oh probably yeah for, for sure. sure once the game's been out long enough um next email we have comes from pete from tulsa oklahoma says hey guys i'm curious with final fantasy 16 out soon and going back to the fantasy roots where would you want to see the series go with 17 or I presume whatever yeah. the next one I is. mean so this is going back to That's... fantasy stuff which is good because it kind of gives me like Kind of like nine vibes and stuff, but like fifteen was kind of a mix of modern and and a little bit of throwback fantasy, I guess. Modern yeah, stuff. Like, it was more modern, I mean, but like there was some throwback. Thirteen, stuff in thirteen there. is obviously futuristic. Twelve is 
castles in fantasy. Like they, yeah. they kind of bounce all over the place. Ten is a weird kind of mix of future and fantasy. It is. Stuff. It is. Um, with six, this seems like sixteen seems like the most throwback since nine. Sure, yeah, that's, in terms and of that, and that's good. But you know, oh, we're I, talking about agree, like no. sixteen is an action based game. Fifteen pretty much was. I know I may not be popular opinion, but I would like seventeen to go back to some kind of like party based, turn based, yeah, jobs, I job system kind of a thing. Like, I wouldn't be unopposed to that. Well, because the point is, is to make in terms different. of setting. I was going to say in terms of settings, which I know we have other RPGs do this, but like maybe go further into the sci-fi, maybe space. You could kind of just different, different planets and stuff. Um, it's possible. Yeah. I mean, we already have a franchise that does that called Star well. Ocean, but like you, I, I would be curious to see what Final Fantasy, like what their take on that kind of thing would be because they've dabbled like in the past a little bit, kind of dipping their toe into the sci-fi. Yeah, but kind not of. fully. Right. So it would be interesting. Would, but like 17 is how many years away? <laughs> like 2030? Oh, man, right? that's like a long time. 2023, long 2015, time. 2030 seems realistic. Like, yeah. So to, to maybe start talking but, about it. Yeah. Um, exactly, yeah. It's just, so. I, would, I would love party based, turn based. And yeah. not necessarily like fully turn based. Like there's got to be a way around it. But like we've even made seven action based at this point. So I would like both. No, I I 100% agree. So our final email this week comes from Ryan from Phoenix, Arizona. It's an interesting one. He says, hey, guys, love the podcast. I was wondering for retro stuff, what's kind of your bucket list place to visit that you haven't yet? Can be a store, a place, a convention, etc. Thanks. That's easy. So. The first one that comes to mind, I don't know if it's going to be what comes to mind for you. The first one that comes to mind for me is convention and it's the Portland yeah. uh, game. Yeah, I want okay, to That was the same yeah. with Like I've always wanted to go to it because it is the biggest one. It's like one. the official one. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, it is sure. the official one. Yeah. We have MGC, which is arguably pretty big. It's pretty big yeah. and it's kind of like probably would be the closest thing we have where we live right. in the country. But like the Portland one is the official like one of the yeah and that's uh, one um, that one always happens kind of around like my anniversary too so yeah we have talked about like maybe trying to schedule we go out there we go to that and then stay for like a couple more days and Mm. and do that kind of thing so i think one day i I will get there um i do too like obviously we've talked about trying to take the twin peaks trip out that way towards washington I'm more interested going to visit that side of the country than I would be like New York or something. Yeah, I've already so, been out that way before. So yeah, I would like, like to go the other even way. Even as a kid, that's kind of the way my family visited in the country. We never went west that direction. Yeah, yeah we never went west. I've only been west for so. work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, and I'm very I went, interested. And to Denver one time. But, um, um, you know, I try, to go, I try to go to stores whenever I can. Like I went to Denver for a weekend uh for a friend's wedding and i made time to go find two stores out there and just to see yeah and then i was in um iowa at one point and it's like let me look up the closest one and hit it up yeah Um, i try to whenever i'm out of town or something i always try to look for them i go to wisconsin a couple times a year and always look for places up there um yeah like i don't i don't have like a specific like famous one or we something where it's like, I need to it. get we there. We talked about it before, but like, I would like to go to double jump just because he does have 
I a wouldn't mind like, visiting that at some point. But that would be the kind of yeah. thing where or, we try to schedule that also, around going to Portland. Yeah, I also wouldn't mind visiting one of those uh, Pink Gorilla locations yes. either. Yeah, her, her store too. Whatever. There's, what, two of them? She has two Three now. of them, so. Mm-hmm. She's two those, stores, okay. those stores either always one, look great. Those are cool. Yeah. yeah. Like, and it those, does, those are pretty It cool. does seem like most of the good stuff is out west. Mainly, yeah, it and does. I think that's because, like, that's where Nintendo was. That's where Microsoft was. Like... Well, I mean, you get close to you get close into Washington State, and you know the the Redmond area or whatever. That's all Microsoft. Yeah, so you're gonna find it's on Xbox. Yes, but like there. that's where you a know, lot like, of that stuff got out. In, California, in you're exists. gonna get Nintendo. Mm-hmm. You're gonna get PlayStation for for America. So that a lot, well, a lot more of that stuff is out there. Obviously, a lot easier to import stuff if you're on the West Coast from Japan. Uh, you know, back in the day, where a lot of that stuff would end up over here. But yeah, I think that's what I would like to do is like to go out west and try to schedule a way to go to a couple different places. But the problem is if you, go, as... if you go during PRGE, the problem is, is all those stores are at that. So you can't really go mm-hmm. to the stores. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's part of the problem there. Downside. Yeah. There's one I'll throw out there just because like, sometimes I find these videos on YouTube and I'll watch them. Like every once in a while, you'll still see like a mom and pop rental video store is still open, but they're selling stuff. Mm-hmm. too. Yeah. I would love to find one of those just to go and walk in. Yeah. <laughs> so, and just see what they have. So I don't have one in particular because there's so few and far between, but like anytime I ever see those on, on YouTube videos, like I'm just like, man, I wish I could find one of those around here. So, yeah. Um, but other than that, any, anything you wanted to add, Matt, or, um, so that one? I mean, we have the Southeast gaming convention down here. That's right. That's, um, yeah. that's actually, I think that's actually next month. Actually. Um, is that one pretty big? That's, it's pretty big. It's uh, okay. from the first time I went to where it is now, it's blown up a lot. And so that's, be, that's probably like his MGC. Yeah, remember so. yeah. the first year you and I went to that, it was not lot. what it is today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was in a parking lot. Yeah. Yeah. So I would dare to say, like, I don't have any stores that ideally, like the ones you guys named, Double Jump, the Pink Gorilla. Um, I would be interested in going and checking them all out. I, I think sure. for me... Retro stores aren't places I like to go hunting in because they're going to sell. They're going to sell retail. it and they're always going to not want to negotiate with you. I always oh, no. find I always find that like if I go to like a retro store, I'm always looking for stuff that's like twenty dollars, twenty five dollars. Exactly. Like I have an idea of yeah. the things I want when I go there because mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, yeah, let me pick this up because I just need to put it in my collection. Mm-hmm. Or you're looking for added odds and ends stuff like yeah. instruction manuals yeah. and yeah. stuff like that. I like, I always like a retro like they don't store have a box if I need a cable. Don't care. You know what yeah. I mean? Like things yeah. like that because I know they're going to need an have... old controller or something. Yeah. Like exactly. I um, I like going to I like going to those stores and just looking at like Super Nintendo games, looking for stuff I've never seen before. Even if it's like only fifteen dollars, mm-hmm. like for something I've never seen before, that's pretty weird to me for Super Nintendo yeah. game. Yeah. For fifteen bucks, even if it's like a, an odd like sports game or something, I'll generally pick it up just because I don't know. When am I going to see it again? Like some exactly. the, some of the rarest stuff, <laughs> exactly. some of the weirdest stuff you'd never find is not expensive. So no, not yeah. at all. When it's I, just not there. Right. There's a store like around here that Kyle and I have been to a couple where you got your Castlevania from. The guy has yeah. a lot of stuff. His prices are not great, but every so often you can catch him slipping. We're like, I'll have two of the same thing priced differently. So you, yeah, yeah. I want that one kind of thing. So, yeah. um, it, it depends on the store, though. You know, like this guy, yeah, this really guy, I know I can catch him. 
Yeah. Yeah. No, you and can. I just like negotiating, to be honest sure. with you. I like throwing out numbers <laughs> and I like to see if I can this actually guy, win. This guy actually will do it because I've done it yeah, with him will. before. So he was cool. I though. think I did it for Castlevania, to be yeah. fair. Yeah, I'm sure you and did. And that's what I like. Yeah. If you're an owner of a retro store and you're willing to negotiate with me, like, I'm down for that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but especially, like, like if, if I walk in and I'm like, yo, man, if I buy, like, ten games from you, can you, like, work something out? And they're like, I'll, no. I'm like, I'll, all right, cool. I'll give you an example. The one that I like to go to one, south. The one I me. haven't gone to yeah. yet, right? One mm. of the times that I went, I went and I took the GameCube that I had at the time because I wanted to get that HDMI adapter, Hmm. but I didn't have that port in the back for it. So I took it and I literally went in there and I just said, look, man, like, here's the deal. I have this GameCube. All I want to do is trade it in for another GameCube that has this port. What kind of deal? Like, what can we work out here? Like, that's literally all it was. And I think I ended up spending like he took it, and I think I paid like an additional twenty on top, and that yeah, was right because he was still going to have because that's all he I was needed. still going to have yeah, a game exactly. we could sell to the next person because they yeah, don't need that port. exactly, exactly. But so yeah. that kind of stuff, find, I'm more appreciative. I find of, when you go so. into a retro store, you can kind of tell how the guy's going to be by what the prices are on things. Like if everything mm, is twenty yeah. percent higher than what it should be, he's probably not going to negotiate. But if you can find yeah. stuff that, but if you find stuff that is priced appropriately, like there was a very good store up in Wisconsin. Did you go with me to that one? Where what they got it? it? It it had like the cases and stuff. Or was I just sending you pictures? I think you sent okay, me because he also has like action figures and toys and all this other stuff. And I talk, yeah, you sent me. I talked to that guy for like twenty minutes one day when I was up there, and I was just like, yeah, oh hey man, like I, you know I used to I did the the classic. I used to run a GameStop, but um, you know I don't anymore. And uh, I like your store and like all those kind of stuff and compliment. And when that guy just, we just shut the shit for 20 minutes and he hooked yeah. me up when I bought a couple of things because I understand you're running a business and like all those kind of stuff, but he had a lot of cool stuff and he was more than willing to show me stuff and open cases and yeah. chat. And I told him, I said, next time I come up here, cause you know, I've got like all those like old game posters that I'm never going to hang up and I'm never going to do anything with. Yeah. And I said, would you good. be interested in that kind of stuff? He goes, I, he's like, of course I will take. <laughs> I said, "All right, cool." So yep. it's like the next time I go yep. up there, if I know I'm going to go there, I'm just going to load it up and bring the posters in and be like, "Cause like you know, an example of one I have, but I would never get rid of it is I have an original Dead Rising poster. Yeah, but I not, but not like a poster poster, <laughs> more like a um, like a thick, pa- like a wall, a thick paper poster yeah. used for displays at Game Crazy. Mm-hmm. I have posters from that era, and there's t- there's definitely ones in there I don't give a shit about. But I would. I have an Arkham Asylum. Yeah, but I'm sure he would be interested in those. And it's like, all right, well, I give you a couple of these, and I get a couple weird Super Nintendo games out of it, and it's cool because part of part (laughs) of it is just talking to the people and and talking to them and understanding that like this is a business. Like he's not here to sell you stuff for the price he paid for it. I'm not asking for that, but I'm asking like if I take a bunch of stuff off your hands, and like especially lately, I've been buying baseball games because nobody wants baseball games but i'm kind of like in this mode right i kind of want to own them all they're more than welcome to sell me that they're like they don't know yeah you could have a discount on a fucking weird baseball yeah yeah because i'm the one guy buying it but um, (laughs) yeah yeah that's but yeah i don't necessarily have a store i I guess if there is a store i would like to go to the one that you go to kyle and uh no i know that's never linked up and then We'll figure it out. I'll have to take out, you to the Wisconsin really I'll have cool. to take you to the Wisconsin yeah. one, because that guy's cool. I will say this, though. If anybody is listening and they have, like, <laughs> conventions in their area, let us know about them. 
because I mean, yeah, like, sure. I'm totally down to travel eventually, and like, I would love to go visit other places. Yeah, that I mean, have them. you know, typically you only hear about the ones that are near you. Like, there are smaller ones near Kyle and I, but I haven't been to any of those because they're like weekend shows that I hear about like a week before. It's it's too late. Yeah, um, exactly. MGC, so. like, we make plans ahead of time, but um, yeah, I mean, any kind. If you guys are going to conventions, Not, tell us the conventions I, you like to go to. I will throw it out there only because I just thought of it, but like this year, now that pandemic, not, not over, but pretty much winding down yeah. if people have vaccination and stuff, we should go to that flea market. Oh, we should. I have not been to it since pre pandemic. So Damn. I cannot speak of it. If it's still, you know, it's been a couple of years, but like, well, yeah. from my understanding, it's still going. I would strong, look into it. Yeah. I have found some good stuff yeah, there. Look into so. that and let me know, but you can find garbage there too. Well, don't get me wrong. Yeah, but, but that's the fun of fleet. That's the point of fleet markets. That's the fun. Of I made markets. some, I've made some good, you have scores. Gotten some good stuff there. Um, so it is definitely worth going. But yeah. Here, here's a homework assignment for people listening. Tell us the best thing you've ever found at a store, like the best deal you got at a store. Store, flea market, yeah, convention, something where like whatever. you can't believe you got this deal. Because I yeah. love to hear that yeah. kind of stuff too. This stuff's yeah. good. So otherwise, once again, thank you for listening to Podcast 572. As always, you can send your emails to podcast572 at gmail.com. And we will be back in another two weeks for more of the podcast. Thank you again for listening. Thank you, everyone. Stay safe.